afternoon and welcome to the Keeg Live, uh, the show where we talk about a different geek topic every geek week. Today's week's topic is action movies. Very general topic, but you'll see that uh, it's not so easy. Not so easy to talk about these broad genres sometimes because uh, they're so uh, near and dear to people's hearts and everybody has a different idea when it comes to these genres. So action movies is this week and as usual, I can't do it alone. That's why I've brought on two lovely guests. I want to say lovely ladies, but uh, that's that's not that part's not true. It's not uh, it's not just me. Uh, we got uh, writer and uh, just overall funny guy Ryan Peckinpah. Ryan, how you doing, man? What's up, man? Doing great. Doing fantastic. Uh. You having a good Saturday so far? You done anything interesting today? You've hiked a mountain or anything? I went geocaching for about six hours. Um, okay. I found an old pebble that I've been told is worth hundreds, if not several hundreds. Okay. Uh, is that like is that like a movie tie-in with Geostorm? Yes, it's it's exactly that. Um, I I've been promoting that movie since it came out because it's so underrated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, it's good that it has you to stand up for it. Um, I think it's really I mean, important. It has no one else, so I yeah. have to be the advocate. Yeah, years you're later. not part of the group, Geo dudes. <laughs> yeah, no, Geo bros, okay. Geo dudes yeah. like from Pokemon. Our Pokemon episode is next week. All right, Paul, you're oh, here. You're here for right, the wrong the episode, break. man. Yeah, just overlap. <laughs> Geo dudes clear is literally the, the overlap. Yeah, yeah, trademark. Yeah, right. uh, just wait till we get to Machop, Machoke, Hitmonlee, Hitmonchan. Uh, that's the action movie Pokemon crossover. Uh, Hitmon Jackie Chan, you know, like yeah. those are. Well, that's what yeah. he's named Hitmon after. Bruce Lee. Did you know that? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm just gonna say yes, so we don't have okay. to continue this. Yeah, Bruce Lee, Bruce Lee, Hitmonlee, Jackie Chan, Hitmonchan. I was thinking it was Robert E. Lee, so I'm glad you, you cleared oh. that up. I thought he was Pokemon oh, was top of a Civil War general. Yeah. <laughs> no. That a Pokemon po was not woke. A Pokemon named oh. after a Civil War general. Um, yeah, oh, yeah, come on. Yeah. Confederate Civil War general. Stonewall. Uh, yeah, uh, Stonewall sounds like it could be a Pokemon. Uh, who's that voice I hear? Uh, it's none other than co-producer of the Keeg, Paul Lau. Paul, how you doing today? How you doing? I'm, I'm good. We're doing uh back-to-back -back episodes. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, back-to-back -back and also back-to-back -back last week, this week for the Keeg Live. You were on last week's episode too. Um, oh, time has no <laughs> meaning I, anymore. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> this is this is the thirteenth Keeg Live episode. And Ryan, Ryan, you were in the first Key Live episode where we talked about reboots, remakes, yeah. all that stuff. Uh, that's the lost episode because I didn't either. I neither saved it nor highlighted it. Like it's it's nowhere now. It's deleted. I, I, I feel like that's probably fate intervening. Um, you didn't like it's it? Probably the good thing that no. I'm just I'm I. I <laughs> 
you, there's no reason in hell you should have had me on your very first episode. So I think you're, I think you're perfect. <laughs> I, oh, I think you're lovely. Thank you. Yeah, I do too. Uh, about myself, not about you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, well, uh, we're here to talk about action movies. Uh, so let's get down to the nitty gritty because we only have two hours to talk about shit. Um, when we say action movies, what do we think of? What does the general public think of? What do we think of? Because we're a little bit more critical than the general public. But uh, what do people think of when they think of action movies? I'm guessing the general public today thinks about the Avengers, thinks about the Fast and the Furious, okay. thinks about yeah. stuff like that, which is not where my brain goes when it comes to like action movies. But I think that's what the general public probably assumes an action movie is now. Right. Because mm -hmm. uh, things have changed and the, the landscape of cinema uh, is different now, uh, you know. But what what do you think of then? I think of guns. I think of Michael Bay. I think of John Woo. I think oh, of you know, doves flying up as you walk into a church, dual wielding pistols in slow yeah. motion. That's yeah, that's yeah. action to me. Too. Or yeah. face off, or you know anything yeah. like that. That's the John Woo touch. Yeah, yes. hard boiled. Yeah. Yes, and then I also think of like eighties, like Arnold and Sylvester Stallone. And like Tango and Cash type, you know, like that's oh, what action is to me. Yeah. <laughs> Buddy cop movies, those are action movies, right? It depends. Yep. I would say it's kind of on the fringe of being action as long as the action outweighs the comedy. Do you know what I mean? Okay, so would rush hour count? I would say rush hour is like very it's like perfect comedy and action. Okay. But if the way I think of it, if you go into, you know, what it used to be a blockbuster, which is now extinct, yeah. if you had gone into a blockbuster and you wanted to rent Rush Hour, would you go to the action section or would you go to the comedy section? Which one do you think it would be in? Uh, probably oh, comedy wow, section, right? Tough. I would say probably comedy. Yeah. That's well, because it sets itself apart. Even yep. though it's, it's not not an action movie, it's just sets itself apart from the action genre because of the comedy, right? Right, and it, it, it like, spawns from, like, like I don't know, to me, the OG buddy cop, buddy com buddy action movie is Lethal Weapon, right? That's, like, the okay. OG where it started. Yeah. And if you go into that same blockbuster and you want to rent Lethal Weapon, you're going to the action section. You're not going into the comedy section. But there's right. really, tonally, there's not a whole lot of difference here. Yeah. Oh, are you sure? Lethal Weapon's pretty dark. Like it, suicide it right off the bat. <laughs> like I, no, wait, it's mouth. not suicide off the bat. It's Mel Gibson's naked ass in the moonlight right off the bat, and then it's suicide. Don't forget Mel Gibson. That was only half a second long. You but I you still really it's that. in my mind. It's a great <laughs> ass. It That's America's right ass. Actually, it's Australia's. That, that is America's yeah. ass. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Paul. Paul, what do you think of when you think of uh, when you think of action movies? Um, uh, conflict, uh, which is definitely. all like all movies. Okay, all movies. Yeah, even I think, yeah, and Pride and Prejudice definitely had some conflict. Yeah, right. Definitely. Um, <laughs> no, I. I mean, I guess I have a preference because there's the Invincible hero that I hate, where okay. like uh, a Resident Evil movie. Where uh -huh. she just like 
does really bad wire work and then shoots all the zombies or kicks them. Yeah. Uh, but then there's the diehards where literally like every, you know, everything's against them. He doesn't even have shoes. <laughs> and that's kind of like what I like is grounded guys barely surviving. Um, uh, 80s action was a lot of pithy lines, like really good, you know, your luggage. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Actually, that's <laughs> Eraser, and that is the that 90s. Is eraser. Yeah, that is the man. You want you want the movie that has the best like one liners? Like every ten minutes is Commando. That Commando, is like yeah, the I was best say that. one. Yeah, he's dead tired. <laughs> I eat green berries for breakfast, and I'm hungry. That <laughs> and I'm hungry. That sounded like a Boston accent for for a second. Like I'm tired. Hey, I'm you tired? tired? Hey, we're going to the car. I'm tired. Yeah. Hey, hey, babe. Hey, babe. I'm tired. Let's go. Let's get out of here. Yeah, I think uh, you're not allowed to have too much depth in an action movie, or else it becomes a crime drama, mm. or it becomes a period piece like a like a Saving Private Ryan has action, yeah. but I think it's more historical, right? You know. But I right. wouldn't be like, I don't know. Like that's just me. Like, where would you find it in a blockbuster? Uh, war. Usually, I remember they had like a war western oh, okay. section that they put those together. Yeah, huh. yeah and westerns don't really. Uh, I mean, they could, but they don't, right? Yeah, I mean, it's its own genre. Action yeah. should be purely action. If it is action yeah. with a little bit of humor, that's fine. But if it's like an action comedy and there's more comedy, yeah, like action should be its own, you know, genre. It should be its own section in blockbuster. Right. I could see Charlie's Angels wrongfully put in the action genre, but what like is it's it? not, you know, it's it's a comedy, I think. Yeah, it is because it, it kind of plays on the cheesy tropes of the TV show. And it is, it's more of like a satire action than it is just like a straight action. I mean, you have Bill Murray in it like that. That says enough. I don't know. Yeah. Garfield had Bill Murray in it. And that was hilarious. I don't know. What <laughs> and that is an action movie. So. Yeah, <laughs> the, ipso facto. Uh, therefore, <laughs> Garfield, greatest action movie of all time. Does everyone remember when they recasted Bill Murray for the second Charlie's Angels? Do you remember who yes. they recasted him as? Bernie Mac. Bernie Mac. Yep. Mm-hmm. And yep. and who was the other Bosley? There were two. Demi Moore. Technically, there are two. I'm gonna. I'm. Uh, it wasn't a, Demi Moore. It's little, no, it's okay. First is Bernie Mac. Uh huh. Well, well, uh, Bill Murray in the first one is Bosley. Bernie Mac mm-hmm. is Bosley in the second, but he's a different Bosley. I think. I think it's they're from the same family. They, like yeah, they're like brothers, and yeah. they make like a joke about that, or like cousins or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. The Black Irish, isn't that what like a joke? Bernie Mac says in the movie, he's like Black that Irish. Sounds right. That yeah. sounds right. Uh, right. The third Bosley that they bring in in that movie is Shia LaBeouf. What? In the second, or sorry, in the second movie, did I say th- yeah? Third Bosley, second movie, Shia LaBeouf. Really? He's right. because they're trying to protect Shia LaBeouf. He's a motocross guy, so like he has a helmet and stuff, and he's they're they're trying to assassinate him. And then they save him, and they take off the helmet, and it's Shia LaBeouf, 
and Bosley adopts him or something. <laughs> that's that's in Charlie's Angels too. I really wish remember? that was cool enough to make me want to go rewatch that movie. You guys don't uh, remember? I in don't the words of that. Gandalf, I have no memory of it. <laughs> I saw it, but I have it's no memory. It's a subplot. It's a subplot in Charlie's Angels too. You you took notes. I called you a database yesterday. Yeah, I well, was not wrong. <laughs> ask me how many times I've seen that movie. How many times oh, have you no. seen that movie? Times, Just once. Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> I've seen it. I've seen it a hundred percent more times than you have, and I don't remember that. Yeah, I feel like I fell asleep watching that movie several times. But, uh, yeah. Keep in mind, uh, okay. So, like growing up, I used to watch a lot of TV Land because my parents didn't watch want to watch like modern network TV because it could or could not be inappropriate, and they didn't want to like take the chance. So like, uh, no, Dimitri, you will not be watching Frasier tonight. Can you imagine if I if I grew up if I grew up on on Friends, which I didn't. I watched Friends after the fact. But if I grown up on Friends with Jennifer Aniston's nipples, imagine how quickly I would have gone through puberty. You know? Yeah, and you would have been scarred. You probably would be in prison. Like I would, the rest yeah. of us. Yeah, it's it was a yeah. Nightmare. Heather Locklear had the same thing on Spin City. Mm-hmm. See. Yeah, yeah, I remember those commercials. <laughs> Wait, what? I remember the commercials. Nipple? I remember the commercials for Spin City. But I don't know. I've never watched it before. You saw the commercials oh, okay, on okay. TV Land for the good yeah. shows that were playing. Well, yeah. I mean, I watched network TV, but like in the early, like earlier time, you know, stuff for like kids, you know. So anyway, um, uh, yeah, so I watched TV Land. So Charlie's Angels was a big show. Uh, like I remember. Oh, talk about nipples in 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 Charlie's Farrah Angels Fawcett. back in the seventies. Not just yeah. Farrah Fawcett, uh, but like because they changed the Charlie's Angels a lot. But like you know, they sexualized those women a lot, even though those women were just trying to do their job. Like they what? Were just, they were just what? trying to do their job. <laughs> what? Someone pat Dimitri on the head. Such an innocent, sweet boy. Okay, okay, okay. They might have done that in Charlie's Angels, but tell me they didn't do that in Baywatch. Don't tell me that, Dimitri. Those those lifeguards are just trying to do their jobs. Why are we Why are we objectifying Pamela Anderson? Why? You know. Um, but uh, no. But Charlie's Angels, like story wise, like it was a it was a like we used to watch it as a family. That and A Team, like A Team was big for us. Oh, Charlie's Angels yeah. was big for us. And it's like I like the reboot. I like the yeah, reboot the too. The movie was good. Yeah, good I like yeah. that movie. I like that. Like, yeah, really good. I think three out Family of four Family. of those people were very. It was inspired casting. It was. Mm-hmm. It was yeah. Bradley Cooper as Face Man. Great. Uh, Liam Neeson as Hannibal. Great. Mm-hmm. Shalto Copley as yeah. as Mad Eye Mur- uh, Howling Mad Eye Murdoch. Uh, and, and, and then had a, yeah, no, Howling Mad Murdoch. That's his name. Um, and then, okay. They had to find someone who could do B.A. Gracchus. Rampage Jackson, who they thought was going to be that crossover star who didn't end up doing literally anything else. Yeah. And Michael Clark Duncan had already died. So, uh, who do you go to? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, did I tell you I met Rampage Jackson once? Did you? Yeah, at WonderCon, I met him, and for like like an idiot, I go up 
and I call him sir. I don't know why I did it. I was I call him sir. And the look you weren't in his allowed eyes, to watch TV when you were a kid and you, yeah. you told called everyone sir. Well, I I well I want I, I don't know why. I wanted to be respectful, but at the same time I came up to him and I called him sir. I said sir something, you know, something or another. And then he looks at me and he goes he goes, "You know who you who you remind me of?" Have I told you this, Paul? Have I told you the story? Yeah, yeah, I, I know was, it. Yeah. I really got to stop giving it away. He he's like, "You know who you remind me of?" And I'm like, "I know." And he's like, "Do the dance. Do the dance." And I'm like, "No, I'm not going to do the dance. Can I just take a picture with you?" And he's like, "All right." But like Carlton, he wanted me to do the Carlton dance. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, you know, to his credit, you were wearing white Dockers when you met yeah. him in a sweater vest. So yeah. I mean, that's not all on, on him. I know he looked it's at me and he was like, he's like, <laughs> that's a good, who yeah. I, I knew they were, he, I knew what he was like. I called him, sir. And I've gotten Carlton before. So I'm like, I know. Uh, he's like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Anyway. Uh, that's rampage. Uh, when it comes to uh, okay, so backing up, <laughs> where did we get? Where did we leave off? Uh, what did we? Reversing. What did we classify? Yeah, action movies. Yeah, and um, yeah, it's gotta be a little dumb. Martial arts are okay, so it doesn't yeah. necessarily have to have gu guns. Um, right. <clears throat> there's a lot of tournament style stuff that can be an action movie, but if there's family or any of that crap, like if it's Karate Kid, I don't think of it as an action movie. No, I think of it no, as like a coming of age. Yeah. But if it's Mortal Kombat, that's an action movie. Right. Uh, or Bloodsport, you know. Yeah. Which, Forrest Whitaker, Jean-Claude Van Damme, you know, so. Uh, Are heist movies action movies? So I was going to ask this. I think, well, because we wouldn't throw Ocean's Eleven in there. That's, no. you know, that's like a no. drama or a comedy. Yeah. I would I'll probably put it more as a comedy. But when I was kind of thinking about different action movies, one of the things I wanted to throw on my list was Heat. And then I, I couldn't yeah. decide if it was more of a crime, like drama with action right. in it, or if it was an action movie with drama in it. And I right. kind of decided unofficially that it wasn't an action movie, even though it has one of the best like action sequences of all time. Uh, yeah. Tell me, tell me the action sequence, because I've never seen I've never seen Heat. What? Is that the Al Pacino? Okay. Al Pacino. Yeah. So you you are a you are a Christopher Nolan fan, are you not? Uh. Yeah. Yeah. Good. And I mean, good like, enough. The opening of the Dark Knight is basically he entirely inspired from the movie Heat. The bank robbery. Except that. Yes. Yeah. Except Dark Knight has a soundtrack, whereas Heat you hear the echo of the gunshots. There is literally no soundtrack, and it's an entire bank heist, and then as they're leaving the bank there is just a shootout in the middle of public for like 15 straight minutes with no soundtrack at all. And it's just the sound of the gun rattling. And it's one of the most incredible shootouts in film history, if not the best. Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, um, so you're saying it might not be an action movie because the rest of the movie is more character driven and like dramatic. Yeah, And so while it does have one of the best action sequences, I personally wouldn't classify it as an action movie, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah like the tracking shot in True Detective, season mm -hmm. one. Mm -hmm. That is an amazing just scene. And unfortunately, 
it's a show and there's just a lot of elements to it. So too much thinking, not enough action. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes if it's too cerebral, it loses that action movie flavor. I think that's the beauty yeah. of action movie. Action movies are supposed to be, I don't, they don't necessarily have to be dumb, right? They don't have to be no, dumb. No, not at all. But no. I don't want, I want to just like forget. That's what I want. I want to just watch crazy shit happen and not have to like think about, I want to be taken out of my world. Right. But I'm trying to think like, what is like, what would be considered like a really smart action movie? I mean, uh, like what is the intelligent action? The Matrix? I thought about that too, but is that a little, does that veer into sci-fi? It does, but I have it firmly in action because it it all, it comes down to the set pieces. It can't be a comedy with like one action scene and it's like, okay, now it's an action movie. Like Mm -hmm. 21 Jump Street is an amazing movie, 22 Jump Street, but they're not action movies. No, they're comedy. Um, They're comedy. What about Hot Fuzz? Oh, oh I love Hot Fuzz. I feel like it focuses on action, but unfortunately, it's really funny and it's, it's very funny. smart. Yeah, and the fact that it's a parody of all these great it's action. It's a parody. Movies. So do yeah. parodies Bang count? Homage. Oh, yeah, misdirection, and it's a little bit of horror. Yeah, it's, a it's like a serial killer movie uh, yeah. halfway through. It's uh, yeah. brilliant. It's like Midsummer, yeah. kind of. Mm. Not that they're the same. Yeah. No, but I un- I completely understand what you're saying with that because Midsummer is kind of like it's Hot Fuzz is its own action movie while also honoring all of the best action movies. Whereas like Midsummer is its own horror movie while honoring those like '70s Wicker Man type cult yes. horror movies. Both yeah. movies fucking brilliant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, which sucks. I like Hot Fuzz a lot. It almost made my list. <laughs> I yep yep I thought about it. And same with the Matrix. And you know what? I could be persuaded. With the Matrix, I don't think you could convince me that two and three, even if they were amazing, weren't more action sci-fi. But I could be convinced that the Matrix is more of an action movie than a, than a sci-fi. I yeah. think I have for okay. So we're ultimately going to be talking about our top five action movies of all time. Um, and the question, the reason I'm asking all these questions, I'm trying to think because like I've seen a lot of movies in general. But pure action movies, I'm a little bit uh, behind on. Most of the action movies I've seen are like action subgenres, right? Mm-hmm. So like, or mixed yeah. crossover genres. And so uh, that's where I'm drawing from. My parameters, though, is not like superhero movies. Like, no. I don't want to, uh, like, I'm not including superhero movies on my top five. And what, what you about guys do with super- your top five, that's up to you guys. But like for oh, okay. me, but I have a lot of mixed genre ones too. So like, it's like what? Where does a heist movie stay a heist movie? Where does a crime movie stay a crime movie? Because like The Departed is The Departed an action movie? No, right? No, that's, that's a no. drama. Yeah, yeah, it's a drama with some action set pieces. That's what I'm saying. Like it comes down to those set pieces. <laughs> there isn't enough action in those action scenes to constitute being an action movie. And I think your like action has to be a little bit more ridiculous too. If your action is grounded, it's less exciting, and it, I think it it kind of leaves the action genre. I mean, I'm trying to think of my of my list and the movies that I kind of went through. One of the things was more like unrealistic action, I guess, if you will, right. than just like grounded 
born identity kind of like this could really happen type action and i like that nowadays they're actually trying to combine it whereas like the john wick movies are so unrealistic but they're using realistic things and like he has to load his gun every like 10 shots or whatever it is yeah and he's using these like army tactics and special ops tactics even though like he's taking on 180 people against one kind of thing i like that they're trying to do that but there still needs to be this like fantastical element to the action i think right Uh, oh yeah not being exhausted when you absolutely should be totally (laughs) he like doesn't sleep he doesn't take a shit he doesn't stop for a meal you know he just stabs a guy with a pencil and then just keeps walking (laughs) and nobody says anything uh talking about john wick there are three john wick movies what are I mean, do you guys have quick opinions about the differences between the three? Because I was having to think of like which one's my favorite. I've seen all of them. Which one's my favorite John Wick movie? The you know first I mean? one is the most Keanu Reeves can act. Like you can see the most amount of range. Uh-huh. And then the second and third one, it's kind of like because was the second one where uh, everybody was out to get him, or was it the third one? No, it was second the second one was common. Yeah. What's the third the one, one starts about? off where they the, – the second one's about where he has, like, that blood pact with that guy, and the guy asks him to kill his, like, sister, and then oh, yeah. he does, and the guy betrays him, and then everybody – like, they, they do that hit out on him, and everybody's yeah. going after him, and then he ends up killing the guy in the Continental, so then the entire <laughs> assassin world is going out to get – like, like yeah. John Wick 2 ends with him killing everyone, and then everyone else comes after right. him in the third one. Right, so, like – John. The John, John. <laughs> John Wick. John Wick One is Assassin. John Wick Two is Assassin City. John Wick Three is Assassin World. Assassin right? yes. World. Yeah. Yes, and to me, like, I don't know if you have to pick a best John Wick because they literally leave off each movie the second the last one. It's just one long movie broken up. Like you watch right. that movie, watch those movies like you watch Kill Bill. Like it's just one movie broken up into three. Yeah. I just realized that James Bond exists. I that's just, its own. Yeah, that's its d- own. D- wait, are you telling me that Casino Royale does not count as an action movie? Because this it set does, pieces, but it's a Bond action movie. But d- <laughs> is it too oh. smart? It's way well. Casino <laughs> Royale is pretty smart, but I, I don't know if I'd call Bond movies smart. <laughs> no, I, I only make Casino Royale. Oh, that movie's brilliant. I know. I, I love it. Oh man, I'm having trouble with my list now. Uh, I feel like Ryan is gonna Ryan is gonna be too pure. You're too pure for this world, Ryan. I am. I am. Um, That's what the doctor said when I was born. <laughs> I shall protect him as one of my own. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know now. I don't know now. Now we because now we're getting into franchise stuff, and it's like. Bond is clearly its own thing. They, it's created its own tropes. Bond is what it is. How about we just make our five and then we just debate it? Because, I mean, we're doing it like we're pre-debating. Oh, uh, we are. <laughs> I mean, we got to get us to the edge. we got to get to the edge. Yeah, we we ha- I don't know if we teased the list enough. Yeah. We have to, we have we to tease. We got to pre-debate. Oh, okay, okay. Do you guys have Great an content. order? Do you guys have an order of what yes. you guys... Uh, yes. Are you... Paul, is your five ordered? No, unfortunately, it's a swirl around up above my head. Can you can um, you order it? Yeah, I do that. 
because I want to order five to one, right? Five to one. And I was thinking we could go five to one, and we can go around. We can go around one by one. Number five for each, and then we can. You know what I mean? Can we do? Can we do a little side bet first? How many? How many movies? Because we're all only giving five movies. How many movies do you think are on all three of our lists? Over under is set at two. Oh, uh, as I, oh wait, at, that are on at least gamble, two of our lists. I mean. Yeah, at least no, 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 no all three. Lists? It's got to be all three of us. Oh, how many movies do you think will end up on all three of our lists? I'll I'll say at least one, no more than two. One. At least one will will match up. It's either going to be no, like two or three no, or I none. I, I feel like I'm going to throw it off. I feel like I'm going to throw that off. That's a good question. Uh, I've watched a lot of action movies, so there's going to be probably some that you probably won't think of. I'm, right. I'm certain. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm worried about Dimitri's pick. He's going to yeah. be like, oh, it was this great Matthew McConaughey movie called Sahara, number yep. three on my list. <laughs> uh, do you consider a Matthew McConaughey movie, or do you consider it a Steve Zahn movie? Because... That's clearly a Steve Zahn movie. <laughs> All right, I'm setting Steve the over-under at zero now. Ryan, I'm so glad you're on this because I feel like like we're on the same page here. Those deep cuts, man. <laughs> Dimitri, uh, you cannot right. put Kangaroo Jack on your top five action movies. Look, Anthony Anderson and uh, Jerry McConnell. Jerry O'Connell. Suck. Jerry O'Connell. Oh. <laughs> From Sliders. <laughs> I remember. And what's that girl's name? What's that girl's name that was in literally two movies? Kangaroo Jack and Mark Wahlberg's Planet of the Apes. There's that blonde um, girl. Estella she was in Warren. Mark, yeah. Mark Wahlberg presents Planet of the Apes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, Mark Wahlberg in. joint. <laughs> but yeah, Mark Wahlberg presents Tim Burton's Planet of the Apes. <laughs> oh, uh, Los oh, Angeles geez. Angels of Anaheim. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you consider uh uh okay no so I'm, I'm done asking questions i think i have my top oh. five but they are fluid my top five non-binary uh genre fluid you know what i mean okay sure i also want to make one more deal with you guys we have to you guys seem like you'll be in for this deal we need okay. to make a blood pact between the three of us right now uh-huh. we've all seen a ton of movies if uh-huh. somebody throws out a movie from their list that you haven't seen, you must watch it within the next two weeks. You guys are going to have so like, there's going to be so many movies on your guys' list that I've never seen. So I'm down for it. As long as it's on a streaming service, I'll do it. Okay. I guess kind of mainstream for the most part. I think there's only one oddity on mine. So, okay. all right. Yeah. I'm pretty mainstream, but I, I think I've got one that may you you may not have seen. That I it's very underrated that I want everyone to see, but we'll get to that. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm 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 ordering my five not by enjoyment, but by how I think it fits the list. You know what I mean? Okay. Purity, <clears throat> All right. Purity of genre, but also like the set pieces. You know. That's fair. All right. Um, oh, the I island. My... Oh. I... <laughs> the island. I just, I just Damn watched the island. I just watched the island like a couple weeks ago. Uh, one of my comedian buddies uh, was cast in the island as Scarlett Johansson's gotcha. husband, um, and all of his scenes got cut 
and oh. he does not care because he got to spend an entire day kissing her. Oh. Yes. Wow. Yes. I mean, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, jobs I would do for free, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> Funny enough, he was also in another movie where he played Brie Larson's love interest. What okay, movie? so you have a handsome actor friend. We no, get he's yeah. ugly as shit. It's so weird. <laughs> ugly uh, as shit. So yeah. the, is he just a stand-in? Is that what stand-ins do? <laughs> that, you're that, the right height. That, you're hideous. That reminds me. That reminds me of forty-year-old virgin. He's like, I am not ugly as fuck. Ugly as uh, fine. You're ugly as shit. Ugly as fuck. Ugly as shit. Whatever. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> uh, who wants to go first with their number five? I think you should. All right. Introducing. Dimitri's number five pick for top five action movies, uh, The Mummy. I know, I know, I know it's a crossover genre, but the set pieces, so beautiful. I love The Mummy. I love The Mummy so much. It has a spot in my heart. The only reason it's number five here is, uh, I think, because of purity of genre here, because it is a mix, you know? So That's I would put The Mummy in the top 10, one of my favorite movies of all time. Oh. And it is so, it is, it, it's got action, it's got horror, it's got comedy, it's got heart, it's got adventure. I look at it as kind of like a darker horror, like Indiana Jones type movie. And because it is a remake of a classic horror movie, yeah. I didn't consider it an action movie. But yeah. I will validate the fact that The Mummy is one of my favorite movies of all time. Yeah. 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 Easily. Brendan Fraser is a treasure, and it sucks that he somehow got canceled. I don't know why. No, he didn't get he canceled. Made, he made Dudley Do-Right. That's what he happened He didn't get canceled. Well, when I say canceled, I don't mean Me Too movement canceled. I just meant, yeah. like, he just like, couldn't find work. Because well, he did Monkey he, Bone. No, you guys know the behind-the-scenes He did Monkey story. Bone? <laughs> Yes, he signed an agreement to star in Monkey Bone, and then people wouldn't hire him. No. Oh, he no. Got, it's That's actually, like... you guys don't know about Brendan Fraser's behind-the-scenes mm-hmm. stuff? He got what sexually happened? assaulted by uh, a producer, and that's why he backed oh. out of Hollywood. Oh, he got Rose McGowan. Yeah. Well, I don't, I don't know the full extent of Rose McGowan, but. Uh, anybody under the Weinstein oh, that yeah. wasn't willing to play with his balls. Uh, just was like fuck it, no. Yeah, and then they got blackballed. Yeah, from. Yeah, uh, so that sucks. It's actually, Brendan really sad. Way to, yeah. way to bring it down. I'm just, I'm just saying, like, I didn't yeah, know that. I, 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 I don't want either. I don't want anyone yeah. to think he's the bad guy. You know what I mean? Oh no, absolutely not. I yeah, I just was making fun of his career. I didn't know no, it was I know. that. Yeah, that's really it, that fucking sucks. It's super dark, and uh, I really enjoyed thinking sucks. that it was just because he started in Bedazzled that they just didn't want to hire him. Bedazzled is an excellent, excellent film. Oh my god! Uh, quick pop, pop trivia quiz: Who directed Bedazzled? Does anybody remember? Uh, what the heck? John Singleton. Nope. Uh, Harold <laughs> Ramis. Actually, that oh, was okay. Harold Ramis. Yeah, Harold Ramis. Motherfucking Paul, you you logged out and logged back in, and you guys switched screens. 
sorry, my uh, my phone is charged in my car and it just uh, died. Like it just uh, warned me twenty percent. Ryan, so. can you do me a favor? Log out, log back in, or whatever. I don't know if you have to do a full log out or not. I don't. So do I just hit the leave and then join? Is that I what guess, we're doing? Yeah, try that. Okay, I'll I'll try that. Okay. Uh, uh. Man, now it's all sorts of wonky. So, Paul, how you doing? I'm great. Uh, cute. You say you're cute. All right. Uh, yeah, I'm cute. Did it work? Yeah, it worked. As far as I can see. Oh. Okay. There okay. We go. This is good radio. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, mummy, mummy is my choice, and uh, I'm gonna stick with that. Okay. Uh, who, who's next for number five? Um, uh, I can go. Um, I'm going to do okay. a little visual aid here. I I went and grabbed my movies to show you how okay. much oh. they mean to me. So. You got all t- okay. So you got, I got all, all five. five. I got all five sitting right here next to me. Shit. Um, okay. So we've already mentioned this movie. Um, it's probably because I've looked over at it like six times. But number five on my list is the classic Lethal Weapon okay. with Mel Gibson and Danny Glover. Yeah. Um, and it is, there is so, okay. So, number one, it's written by my favorite writer uh, ever. His name is Shane Black. He wrote this oh, movie. Oh, yeah. In that's right. It's basically the, the, the inception of buddy cop movie. It's equal parts funny, action, clever. You've got Gary Busey playing a villain named Mr. Joshua. Like, you got the, the the water torture scene. You got the fist fight on the lawn in the rain in the middle of Christmas. Like this is like an outstanding '80s action movie that I put on the list for purity's sake because there is so many movies that like try to emulate what Lethal Weapon has done, and uh-huh. most of them haven't done it as effectively. Except I would say Rush Hour. Rush Hour is probably up there. So that's my number yeah. five. Lethal Weapon. I mean, buddy. As far as buddy cop movies. <clears throat> Rush Hour and Lethal Weapon are the two that come to mind. Uh, like like the big ones, right? Yeah. I'm trying to think yeah. of if there's any other buddy cop movies that come to mind. Like, is there any other buddy cop movies that compete? Can compete with Rush Hour or Lethal Weapon? Rush Hour 2 and Lethal Weapon 2? No, but like other, <laughs> other buddy cop movies, franchises, I guess. Series. Uh, not as memorable. No. Yeah, not off the, like the top of my head. Yeah. Okay. Starsky and Hutch. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Weird thing is Starsky and oh, Hutch. Oh, oh, Bad Boys. Oh yeah, Bad Boys. You're right. Bad Boys. Yeah. 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 True. Yeah. I didn't think about them. But, um, yeah, I'd say Bad Boys. Yeah. Starsky and Hutch, though. Uh, 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 it, my dad liked the show, and so we both went to see the movie. And we liked the movie. It was just a funny goofball movie. But I just remember, like, that's my memory of Starsky and Hutch. The movie is, like, my dad and I enjoyed it. It was like a dad and son movie, you know? <laughs> that yeah. makes sense. Especially, like, he loves the, the part where where uh, uh, the guy's, like, throwing knives or forks and the kid is, like, jumping over the table. The Asian kid. I don't know if you guys remember. Anyway. 
Uh, that I starts too it. much. I just mentioned it. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> uh, I got to do honorable mention because I remembered one. Okay. Uh, Hard Target with Jean-Claude Van Damme, Lance okay. Henriksen, and Wilford Brimley. Oh, it has yeah. slow motion. It has Jean-Claude Van Damme doing a Creole accent while uh, the sexy sound of a shotgun cocking and then uh, akimbo pistols like and that's john oh, woo too isn't it isn't it john woo that's a john woo movie yeah and also um the guy that plays the mummy uh arnold Vosloo. arnold Vosloo. yes he's the number two in that and lance enrickson like choose scenery like no other it's so great uh unfortunately it got bumped by um drunken master two uh mm. probably the best stunts i've ever seen in any you know martial arts movie um so yeah i I, I haven't seen i haven't honestly haven't seen too many martial arts movies like when we're talking about martial arts as like a pure genre i haven't seen that many you know drunken master movies are fantastic and if you want to start somewhere start there start there yeah that sets the bar you can't watch wirework kung fu because he didn't use it yeah, and then there's a there's a um a gag reel, I guess. Always, yeah. always of him getting hurt. It's so good. Yeah, on the dumbest thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Ryan, did you get a chance to check out every every frame of painting? Uh, no, I actually forgot that you sent me that. What was that? Oh, okay, uh, it's a YouTube yeah. channel, and the guy puts a lot of effort into making almost like mini docs, like they're mini documentary, like. 15, 20 minutes on a certain subject. One of them is Jackie Chan. And like, it is such oh, a good, that episode okay. is so good. The Jackie Chan episode and the Michael Bay one is really good too. Like he just talks yeah. about how like I'm Michael Bay. Write, yeah. I'm going to write down to remind myself to watch this. Cause that sounds yeah. awesome. Cause I, I think you would definitely love it. Um, every frame of paint, like he, he had so many subscribers on YouTube for the time. And then he retired. He was like, I'm going to, not do the series anymore it is what it is yeah he was in college when he was making it yeah so that's the crazy part too yeah Yeah. but like he breaks it out like the michael bay one you would think like oh all you need is a minute on michael bay and then you say oh he sucks all right moving on but no he breaks down his shots and his main thesis is his main thesis changed what i thought of michael bay and that is his thesis for michael bay is michael bay knows how to compose his shots but he makes every shot just as important as the last shot. Like he never breathes. He never go, does the up and down. He never knows what's important. So everything is important to Michael Bay, which means nothing. <laughs> which means nothing is important. Nothing is important, right? Yeah, Other than ladies' asses. So those sure. get their own. You like know. every moment uh, needs to be slow mode and rotated and yeah, focused on. No high noon. It's always the golden hour. Sunset mm-hmm. or sunrise. Right. Um, Color correction. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and time zone. Yeah. Yeah. If, yeah. But it's dumb. Oh, uh, Dutch angles. A lot yeah. of those in, uh, yeah, The Rock. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, okay. So yours is Drunken Master. Your five is Drunken Master 2. Your fifth one is Lethal Weapon. My number four. I was a little, I, I it was tough for me to, figure out this one uh mostly because it's another cross genre thing they're all like cross genre stuff so uh mission impossible 4 ghost protocol 
My favorite Mission Impossible. My favorite one. And you cannot say there's no action in that movie. They're like, oh man. Like, it's just... It's, there's not a minute to breathe in that movie. Yeah. I love Mission Impossible 4. It's my like favorite. When he's, it's, it's great because like you have that like whole like hour-long thing on the what was the giant building called that they were in like that hotel is it burj khalifa is it the burj yeah. khalifa yeah yeah and he's like on the side and he's gonna fall and they're, then they're swapping face and trying to get the chick to like think like not figure it out. and as soon as you think you have a second to breathe when that scene is over nope giant sandstorm <laughs> it's so dumb <laughs> it's amazing I'm in deus ex machina all right okay. it's so good it's great. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Actually, yes. I that one makes that one makes me sad because they had uh that was that was the one where they put Jeremy Renner in there and then you think like he worked out so well with everybody you thought like, "Oh great, he's going to be part of the team now." Yeah. And then that was the only one he was in. Also Paula Patton. I liked her. Oh, great, underrated actress. Yeah. Um by the way, oh, my my uh uh honorable mention that I didn't want to put on cuz I didn't feel like I don't know, it was just Weird enough, it was further removed than The Mummy is Fast Five. Again, my favorite Fast and the Furious movie is Fast Five. And uh, I did not include it on my list. It just, like, it would have been number six, I think. But it was a heist movie. Yeah, yeah. It's a heist movie. Yeah, yeah. You're right. You know? And I, I didn't want to convolute the, the list too much, even though The Mummy is my number five. But whatever. <laughs> all all right, right, it's your list. Yeah. Uh, all yeah. right. That's my number four. Which it, Mission Impossible Four is my number four. That's it. Oh, good job. Yeah, yeah. that's how you figure we line it them out. up. Fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, who's next? Am I next? Oh, Are you next? Ryan. Ryan Ryan's next. Oh, me. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um. So we just brought this movie up too. This is. We talked about this the last time we spoke, uh, Dimitri. My number four. Yeah. Is The Rock. Yeah. Um, oh, okay. With Sean Connery, Nick Cage, and Ed Harris, <clears throat> and I. So you know when you think like. You get that question, like, what do you like better, Hot Fuzz or Shaun of the Dead? And it's like, whichever one you watched last, that's going to be your favorite one because they're just so perfect. I've got my Nick Cage trio. I've got The Rock, Face Off, and Con Air. Those okay. are like the three, like, golden the Nick whole, Cage The Holy Trinity. Movies. The Holy Trinity of Nick Cage action movies. Yeah. And I've watched The Rock uh, last, and it's just, it holds up. It's so Michael Bay-y, but it's also like the 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 golden you know, hour of Nick Cage. Plus, you know, you've got a, a Bond in here. You've got old-ass Sean Connery. It's just, it's such a kick-ass movie yeah. that's so enjoyable. And it's so creative, too. It's an action movie on Alcatraz. Yeah. Like, that is insanely creative. And you actually have a very sympathetic villain, which I also like. It's a complex and sympathetic villain um, who you're not exactly disagreeing with or rooting against, but the stakes are still high. I love The Rock. Except for Barbara Walters. That's true. That's, that's don't, true. don't spoil anything because I've yet to see The Rock and I need to, which makes me think, Ryan, uh, how much to buy a, 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 to pay for a library card for your, for your collection? Uh, so, you know so what? I can, Just pay, pay shipping and I'll mail you whatever you want. So I could do some uh, checkouts, you know? Um, <laughs> you should do a riff tracks with it too. So it's like you're watching it together. I would fun. love to... Um, I would love to. I, I want to figure out how to do a thing where we watch a like a movie live together and just commentate. Um, you know, a viewing party. 
Uh, yeah, do it like a viewing party. But anyway, uh, of a movie we've all seen so that we're not just interrupting each other while we watch it, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so, Paul. Okay, uh, <clears throat> number four is probably the only Indonesian, or is it Malaysian? I don't know. The uh, Raid? Movie that, it's The Raid. The oh, Raid is just... Yes! I haven't seen it. It's like... I want to see it. It, it, it. it defies what can be done with no one getting actually killed. Like, you kind of believe that certain things... So, and, and The Raid has a tracking shot that Daredevil... Well, no, Daredevil took that from... Um, Old boy, but oh, yeah, it's just the hallway. It, it yeah. literally is nonstop action uh, by the stunt team and everybody. Just so amazing. The popular I, opinion of the raid is that the raid two is better. Are you of the opinion that raid one is better? The raid one is a better action movie. I think the raid two is a better cohesive movie. If that makes sense. That's fair. Yeah, no, that actually does. Oh, okay. um, dread is a direct copy of the raid but oh, yeah. set in Judge Dread universe. Yeah. yeah. Mega City. Which it's good. Uh what's Urban's first name? Carl. Carl. I almost said like Keith. Uh Keith, yeah, Carl Keith Urban. Urban. Yeah. Keith Urban. By yeah, the way, Carl is Urban. Urban is Urban a classic Australian last name cuz both of them are Australian. It's like our Oh, season. I didn't know that. Yeah, Keith Urban. Keith Urban is an Australian country singer yeah yeah which is interesting also interesting mm -hmm. that there's more australian country singers in america than there are black country singers in america right i don't know yeah it's like weird yeah. that, you know what i mean okay that's yeah. a that's a talk uh, for another time <laughs> real real quick though the movie the raid starts with him doing push-ups and saying goodbye to his family and uh it's just this very like calm scene like Okay, well, fuck that. Time into the meat grinder. Mm -hmm. And then it just escalates. And it's not your typical one-on-one, -on -one, like, Xena action scene where everybody circles and they all have this, like, jumpy, tiny stuff. It's, like, very sloppy. And okay. uh, I love sloppy action where the wrong person's getting shot, certain people are getting, you know, it, it's not Power Rangers. It's just a clusterfuck. Yeah. Um, so. Side note. I think every frame of painting has a Christopher Nolan episode. And I think this is where I heard it from, but because Christopher Nolan films on film, he can't do proper dailies and correct certain things. Like he has to do it like by sight because it's, you guys know what I'm talking about? Like when he reviews it for editing. Yeah. When he, when not when he reviews it for editing. So when you film digitally, when you you can replay that image and see what your shot looks like, right? Yeah. Those are called dailies. Like if you do a digital one, you could do it like every hour, like after every shot, oh, okay. you could technically look. But Christopher Nolan has to do it at the end of every day, where he can't always redo everything. So mm -hmm. there are certain action mistakes because he's not an action movie director. There are certain action movie mistakes that he does in the Dark Knight movies. Um, specifically, the scene in Dark Knight Rises where uh, Catwoman and Batman are fighting bad guys on a rooftop. And you look in the background, and because it's all against two type scene. In the background, like 
you see a guy like this, just like, <laughs> just waiting, just yeah. waiting right outside. And he maybe he doesn't know he's in shot. Maybe, but it doesn't make any sense in the context of the movie to wait wait like this for forty five seconds while everybody <laughs> else is fighting, and then come in. You know what I mean? He's actually uh, in a I've video game loading up for Mortal Kombat. Is what's <laughs> right. happening? Right. <laughs> Finish him. Um, uh... That's why, like, it's really good. Oh no, I think it was a uh, corridor crew went over it, and uh, yeah, that's that's what it was, and. and because they break down all the action stuff and like it's a good action movie director will do like an all encompassing, like a, a big fight scene. Like they'll do it a certain way. That's different than just like everybody hanging back waiting for two people to fight, you know? Mm. And I, I've heard yeah. good things about the raid uh, in that respect. Yeah. Uh, I, I always hate seeing a guy like in a Van Damme movie. Cause he kicks really high. He'll just let him kick him in the face, and it's and like he'll just go uh uh while he holds his leg up, and it's like, no, you can't fucking do that, like you know, in real life, no one's gonna just let you do that. That's why punching is more efficient, just in general. Well, that's why flying kicks are super inefficient. You lose your leverage. The only reason for it for the time was uh, to kick people off of horses if you didn't have a spear or a claymore. Oh, really? Yeah. So, oh. <laughs> everybody with kung fu fighting is like, "Why'd you do that?" <laughs> I didn't. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, oh. yeah. I mean, okay. later. It, it. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that was number four for you. The raid. Okay, raid one. Mm-hmm. Uh, number three for me, Terminator Two. Because okay. Terminator One, Terminator One's too strictly sci-fi Four. horror. I guess I don't consider it's sci. It's like sci-fi stalking, right? Like, because <laughs> like the horror isn't like ramped up per se, but the the suspense, the thriller aspect, the stalking, uh, that's different. But Terminator Two is clearly an action movie. Like, oh yeah. Uh, and then like it's 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 Arnold being Arnold being a robot, right? Mm-hmm. It's Arnold playing a robot playing Arnold. I don't know where the where the Russian nesting doll thing is, but it's it's just like seven Arnold. layers of Arnold. Yeah, yeah. Arnold and robots. Yeah, uh, yeah. and so T uh, two. That's I mean groundbreaking movie, amazing. Oh, talk about a stalking movie, but still like it, it's more than just like a like T one thousand. Is that his name? Yeah. T one thousand is. Is is Arnold, and then T1? the T one thousand is T eight hundred is Arnold, oh. and then T one thousand is um that guy's name that yeah. I don't know Robert Patrick. Uh, from next. Yeah, Robert. Thank Patrick. you, Robert. Uh, oh, the newer Terminator. Oh, his ball. His balls look like a quilt. What movie is that from? I don't know that one. Strange Wilderness. Robert Patrick has a oh, small God. part in it. I'm not. Oh. I'm not familiar with this movie. Oh, I'm familiar yeah. with it, but you know what? You know, we said if we hadn't seen each other's movies, put it on the list. No, it's not. Strange Wilderness does not have to make any list for no. anyone. No, it was, that's I also a Steve Zahn movie. How I many, saw it in how many Steve Zahn references. Can we make in one day? Say, uh, I don't know how many times <laughs> does Silverman need to be saved. Oh God, I have seen that one at least. Yeah, Joyride is my number three. We can just get rid of that right now. Is it? 
<laughs> no, not at all. Okay. okay. <laughs> uh, which uh, one's Joyride? It's the one with him and Paul Walker, and they're getting stalked by the truck driver. Oh. Can- Candy Cane. You don't remember that one? No. I- oh. I, I want to see it. So it's that. actually a good movie. It's like, it's it's a thriller. And oh. they like, it's it's him and Paul Walker, and they're driving like across country, and they have the CB radio, and they pull a prank on a truck driver telling him to meet them at like this hotel where this like hot woman will be and he shows up and they're not there. But then like for the rest of the movie, he's like stalking them down and it's, it's, it's actually really good. Is it a comedy? No, no, not at all. At all? No. I mean, Steve Zahn is like the comedy relief, but it's, it's a thriller. Uh, Very good movie. What's your number three? That's not my number three. So I also have an Arnold movie for my number three because Arnold is my favorite action star in the entire world and he's amazing. And it was really difficult trying to pin down which movie to grab. I thought Terminator 2. Um, But for me, action, you know, we've talked about all the things we need. It needs to have great set pieces. It needs to have that ridiculous shoot 'em up, like action sequences, things like that. But for me also, it needs to be just pure unadulterated fun. And I think T2 can get a little bit too serious at times. Whereas my number three, True Lies, is just one of the most fun action movies ever. It's actually almost a parody. It's almost a parody of action movies. Um, This is also James Cameron. It's probably like the smartest movie Arnold's ever done, other than a Terminator. And... I love this movie. This movie, it's like it's got comedy, it's got great action, it's got the Arnold one-liners, it's got an actual like good plot because James Cameron wrote it. Um, and the only thing that I can complain about is if you can see, this is still a DVD. Yeah, I was about James to say, Cameron is an asshole and still has not allowed the release on Blu-ray or 4K or anything like that. This and The Abyss are still not released anywhere past DVD, and it sucks. That's oh, no, the Cameron vault. Yep. It's worse than the Disney vault. Yeah. His latest excuse, they, they've been asking him to do this. His latest excuse is he's like, I've got to watch, because it's already been converted, but he has to watch it and approve it. And he's like, well, I just don't have, you know, five hours in a day to just sit down and do this. And we've all been home doing nothing. He's absolutely yeah. had time. He's just an asshole. Avatar 5. Or right. whatever he's working on. Right. Just or, let me have my true lies in HD for the love of or, God. Or he like he couldn't find a DVD player in the Marianas trench. <laughs> yeah. That could be true. Oh man. <laughs> uh, favorite line from True Lies. Um <laughs> it's uh when when him and Jamie Lee Curtis are tied up and they've been given he's been given like a truth serum and mm-hmm. the bad guys leave so that the truth serum can take effect. And Jamie Lee Curtis has just found out that Arnold is working for the CIA. And she's asking him all these questions that he would never have told the truth on. And she's like, have you ever killed anybody? And he's out of his fucking mind. And he goes, yeah, but they were all bad. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, There's too many good performances to contain in this episode. So Bill Paxton. uh, I got a little dick, man. I got a little dick, man. <laughs> when he says ass like a 10-year-old boy, it's that bag for buttermilk. I'm like, so he's dead, right? He's just going to kill this guy. And then he does it. And then it's just a fantasy sequence. Yep. I was so, so good. 
Have you uh, seen it, Dimitri? I have not seen it, so I will. Oh, oh no. Sorry. I'm sorry. I lied. Cool. I don't even remember what you guys I lied. said. No, I lied. I This is my favorite line from True Lies. You just made me think of it. I forgot about Tom Arnold, and it's when Arnold is talking to Tom Arnold, and he punches the window, and he goes, stop yep. cheering me up. <laughs> <laughs> Give me the goddamn call. Or, yeah. <laughs> stop cheering me up. It's, yeah. It's, Oh, brilliant! Movie, movie. The only the only problem with this movie is that it is uh, anti Middle Eastern in a way. Yeah, yeah, it's a little xenophobic, so, like most '90s, '80s yeah. action movies. You gotta have an yeah. enemy from a country. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. and uh, yeah. It's just it's really, uh, but uh, pre uh, but because it was made pre nine eleven, I don't get that from that movie. Like it wasn't intentional because things got a lot worse (laughs) right and i guess i mean they they are middle eastern bad guys but they're also not like caricatures they are like kind of funny like they do have these funny like like the guy's about to blow something up and then he's like clicking it and he's like did you forget to put batteries in it and they have like this weird exchange about he didn't put batteries in the detonator it was a video camera oh the video camera that's right low it was low on battery and the guy's doing his like terrorist uh ransom thing because it's nukes it's always nukes okay well here's the question in 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 that with the middle eastern bad guys are they religious extremists political i don't know i mean because because i I feel like i feel like before 9 11 the middle eastern bad guys were like they were political as opposed to religious Fanaticism. I don't. I don't remember religion being a part of it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. No, it was. And then more, like 9/11 happened, and like yeah, no, all, I know what you're saying. Yeah, all those bad guys became religious extremists, as opposed to like um, uh, uh, Gary Oldman's character in Air Force One, where he's like he just he's a terrorist, but he wants to like overthrow a government or something. Right. Yeah. It, this is more like you know you Americans killed our people. You're gonna feel how that feels to us kind of thing. I never remember hearing the word jihad. No. Even though jihad just means the struggle's real, but to Americans (laughs) and Westerners, literal translation. Yeah. Well, just like Allahu Akbar, right? Like that just means God is great. That's like it. Unfortunately, because it's spoken in that demon tongue of yours, you know, (laughs) and I don't understand it, but it frightens me. It's not, like my, it's, not, sugar. it's not my it's not my people. You. I'm not saying you. I know you that just, just said, you said it. You just said the demon tongue of yours. I'm like, where what are you where are you coming from? I'm using from, man? straw man and projection okay. not you. Okay. You it's just if Ryan had said it, I would have said it to him. Uh, what okay. But not at him. Yeah. Or to him. <laughs> <laughs> or for him. About him. All right. About Prepositional him. phrases, guys. Um, okay. okay, so true lies. All right, all right, so good. Uh, Paul, uh, you got a number three, yeah, Desperado. Um, is, which one's Desperado? El Mariachi is the first one, oh. and then, um, uh, once upon the a Mexican. time about Mexico, once upon a time in Mexico, once a time. Thank you. Oh, none is good because they use plastic guns. So, Desperado is the middle one. Hmm? How many movies are there? Three. Three. Is the Mexican not part of it? That is Brad Pitt and Julia <laughs> Roberts. Pitt, you okay. <laughs> All right. You POS. <laughs> I, I, I was confused. I was actually legitimately confused right now. 
I, I, I didn't. I, you know, we just bought all in. We're like, we're done with the titles. Just well, call them what they are. The well, Brad, the Brad, Mexican. Pitt, Brad Pitt worked with Tarantino in Inglorious Bastards. So I was like, maybe. Robert, this Robert is Robert Rodriguez. Rodriguez. I know, but yeah, like yeah. those guys work together. I don't know. I got confused. What what What's the order? It's El Mariachi. That's his low-budget film that he made in Mexico in Spanish. Right. And then Desperado, bringing in Antonio Banderas and introducing the world to uh, Salma Hayek. And mm. uh, the, third, the third one is um, uh, Johnny Depp in whatever face you want to call that. I think his eyes gouged out? Yeah, his eyes get cut out. And, and he, he still shoots, shoots the gun. A cook. He shoots a, a cook for preparing his pork perfectly <laughs> he's like i'm all about checks and balances this pork is delicious this is the best <laughs> is it bucho i don't know <laughs> and he's just like i'm gonna go in and kill the cook because this is too good to be on this planet what and then what? and then is he uh, the joker <laughs> kind of he's a cia cia guy and he's there to like fight the cartel it's a very stupid, oh man. Yeah, that's why the third one's just campy and kind of dumb. But uh-huh. the second one is like legit. You have the sound of spurs. You have, um, oh my gosh. It's so, so bloody, dude. It's so bloody for like a 90s movie. It is uh, bloody. so good. Well, there's the, um, the tale that, what's the guy's name? The firefighter? Oh, um, Steve Zahn. A firefighter for life. Yeah, Steve Zahn. Uh, Steve no, it's Zahn Steve. Steve Buscemi. Steve Buscemi. Yeah, Steve Buscemi. Oh. He's sitting there and he's telling the tale of how, you know, Antonio Banderas just walked in and just offed a bunch of guys that happened to be working for the same uh, cartel boss. And okay. it's just, it's, it's hyperbole, it's exaggeration, but it's so sexy and awesome. And then you see him uh, go in and, I mean, I just can't say enough good things about Desperado, so I'll just stop here. <laughs> okay. Uh, it's a uh, fun fact, uh, Dimitri. Have you seen Desperado, Dimitri? No, I haven't seen any of those. How do they <laughs> all link up? What's the um, through line? And they all have different characters. No, no, no. It's They're all the same character. It's same the, character, yeah. What? They're recasted. It's a what? revenge story. So the Antonio Banderas' character was a El Mariachi, and right. uh, his girlfriend was killed by a cartel leader. Okay. And um, in the first one, he's like not a great uh, action ho- hero, so he yeah. kind of just gets his revenge. And in the second one, he finally confronts, we find out, is his brother, and he okay. has to kill him. But he has to track him down, who's, and uh, you just watch him. Who's the, ma- who's the actor in the first one? Unknown, unknown guy. Yeah, oh, low, low budget. budget, dude. This was oh, like, like a thirty thousand. Yeah, he filmed it himself, paid for it himself. Yeah. This was like what brought him into the fold of Hollywood. Yeah, yeah, okay. And then, and as a yeah. director, yeah, he does his own. Um, he he draws, so he can make his own scenes, and it's really helpful. Oh, oh boy, not a lot of sleep. Okay, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> All right. Yeah, yeah. Uh. You wouldn't gotta write be, these down. You got a lot of watching to do. Would, I don't think you've seen a single one of our movies. No, I have. I mean, what what else did you say? <laughs> what were the other ones? What were what were Paul's three saw, so far? 
What were Paul's three so far? Hard target, the raid, Desperado. Nope. Okay. Yeah, I, what were, what were Ryan's? Ryan's was Lethal Weapon. The Rock, the Rock. and True Lies. Yeah, still haven't. Okay. Yeah. I haven't seen any of those. Uh, you haven't seen, wait, you haven't seen Lethal Weapon? Oh, no. I've seen Lethal Weapon. You're right. Okay. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I haven't seen the other Lethal Weapons, though. I haven't seen two, three, or four. You know what? They're good if you like the world, but if you don't see them, like it's no big deal. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, uh, my number two. I just realized how many movies match up number wise with my numbers. <laughs> okay. Wait. So if this is a number two. This is uh, number two. You already did. You already did T two. So it's not that. No. Is is it no. Uh, Rush Hour two? No. It's John Wick two. Hmm. Okay. I was trying to figure out which one of the John Wick movies I like the most. I think, because three is good. Three is good. But I think I like two better. And so I was like, okay, John Wick two. I got to give I gotta give them props for the John Wick franchise. Like, come on. Yeah, you can't go I number like one because you... I do like three more. I actually think they get better as they go on. Mm. But you yeah. can't really ever pick number one because a dog, a puppy does oh. get killed. Even yeah. if it is the catalyst for all of the movies, yeah. you just I can't I can't pick a movie where a puppy gets murdered. Right, especially Keanu's puppy. It, if it was like if it was Arnold's puppy, I'd feel bad because it's sad Keanu's puppy. Like it's so much worse. Yeah, I because well, we know his like real life. I know, I like, know. He actually has a tragic <laughs> like him and Stephen Colbert have just like man, God really shit on them as far as like their families. I know. Fuck. I know. Sorry, sorry. You didn't know that about Stephen Colbert? His dad no. and his two brothers died in an airplane crash. And then, like, I think his mom died later. Oh, no. And then with Keanu, like, his sister died. No, his fi- yeah, his sister and then his fiance. In real life. And yeah, in the movie. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah, in real life. He didn't have a significant other for, what, 18 years after that? His like- best friend, uh, River Phoenix, too, right? Did oh, yeah. He also died? Yep. So, oh. yeah. How, are, the, how the, did they meet? River Phoenix? Yeah, well, because when did River Phoenix die? In the 90s, right? Yeah, the, well, they were in that movie, My Own Private Idaho, which is a oh. Gus Van Sant movie oh, okay. in the late 80s, early 90s. And, okay. and they just kind of grew up as young actors together. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that sucks. I can't, I can't imagine, because the whole actor scene is so volatile. And like, there's so much drugs and depression and uh, uh, assault, and like, there's so many just ways to get fucked up. Well, and that's why Keanu is so like pure, is because like he kind of adopted a Spartan lifestyle. He doesn't live in um, like riches. He takes the train and reads the paper. Yeah, uh, in I've New seen York. Pictures, yeah, he has, yeah, he has an apartment, um, and also he can't take a compliment. Like, you'll see interviewers, like, realize that. And most actors are kind of, you know, ego-driven. I can't I can't imagine what it'd be like to have sex with Keanu Reeves and be like, oh, my God, you're so good. And he'd be like, I'm all right. <laughs> well, like, he's, that quarter Chinese in him will do that whole thing where it's like, oh, no, no, please don't. No, I, I you were great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, the quarter Chinese in him will be like, she'll be like, oh, uh, that was a great time. And he's like, do you want seconds? You know, here, have some more. Have some more. He's Pondos, those, I'm sure. 
Pop, you, you. <laughs> yes, that's what he was like in Speed. Yeah, it's. <laughs> that's such an immigrant joke. It's like, <laughs> oh, you had one helping of me sexually. Here's another one. No, no, I'm full. No, have some more, please. <laughs> you look too thin. Please, you look have too some more. <laughs> we need to fatten those bones up. <laughs> I can't pinch your cheeks like I used to. That's because I know kung fu. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, uh, no, he's, he's a stellar guy. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, so John Wick 2. That's my number two. Why did you pick two over one or three? I was thinking about the setup. Uh, number one, I don't like the bad guys so much. It's just classic Russian mob and then like, okay, whatever. Number two, I love common, eh, like the, the whole scene. And one of you guys reminded me which one was two. And that's the one where he has to kill, I think her name's Sophia or whatever. Like she's one of the the assassin lords or whatever, right? And like, yeah. uh like so that's the favor the favor starts off like the second one starts off with that favor and so uh yeah number two number three is great but i just i don't know i had to give it to number two i like three it is it did and i like three because it goes full circle whereas we see a puppy killed in the first one in three we actually get to see the dogs join in on the action yeah and then you have lance riddick the the concierge at the the continental who's always okay. just like watching the dog finally gets into the action yeah and like it's just i think it's just a perfect oh. i wish it was just a trilogy because i know and i'll enjoy the fourth one um yeah. Yeah. plus he kills a guy with a library book like i've never yeah. seen that in my life a tall yeah. guy yeah like a that grotesquely <laughs> yeah yeah um i think i've told you this story on one of these before but i actually got to go see a screening of john wick three while they were the like the first screening like a test screening that's what it yeah. was i got to see a test screening oh, wow. and um got to do like the questionnaire afterwards and then answer questions the producers asked all of us and stuff but it was really funny because the movie all of the effects weren't finished yet yeah so there's that entire motorcycle sequence underneath the bridge which With was just swords? With the swords yeah. and stuff? Yeah. And that was all just computer animated and it wasn't colored in. Um, when he's on the horse, he's still got the wires on. Um, after yeah. he, spoiler, cuts his finger off, the entire rest of the movie, he just has like a black sheath over his finger. Um, and then there were a couple of scenes missing. There was like one where he has to get on a boat and it looks like he's about to. And then a black card comes up and it says, John Wick kills everyone, then gets on the boat. <laughs> so like okay. i got to see it in its like production stage and it literally took nothing away from that movie it yeah. was it's that good right um what was i gonna say oh i forgot number three has that the the bald guy paul paul did we see number three together yep we did right we did oh the we top did. chef guy right or no, he's not Top Chef. Who, Who's the bald guy? What's his name? We knew his name. What specific scene? I, you know the sorry. bald. He's, he's the, the main assassin. Yeah, the main assassin guy. That bald guy. That's oh yes, um, Mark Daskos. From, yeah. he's from Master Chef or Master Top Chef. He's like the host of one of them. <laughs> it's funny because when you said like, oh yeah, Top Chef, I'm like, that's the last thing I know him from. He was in the <laughs> sequel to The Crow. He was. 
it's like if you can't get Brandon Lee, you get him. He's, <laughs> he's a martial artist, but unfortunately, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was uh, he's perfect also, in John. He was Wilson. good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Would, okay, I'm not going to change my vote, but like, yeah, number three is really good, and like the fight in the Continental and and everything. The glass room. The glass rooms. The guys and from those the two raid, guys are right? from the raid. Yeah. Uh, and he doesn't kill them because he like respects them so much. Like as fighters, like that was so cool. Yeah. Well, they respected him. Yeah. It was reciprocated. So. Yeah. Yeah. It. It's it. It's hard. It's hard to pick out of your children. Because I think the problem with the first one is that it had too many Game of Thrones actors, and they mm. didn't know how to like not kill puppies because that's all Game <laughs> of Thrones does. It's just kill people you like or rob a person of their innocence, like a child. Or something young. So, yeah. Here's my complaint about John Wick 2, which makes me go to number three. Yeah, you have yeah. Ruby Rose in there as a deaf hit yeah. person. Yeah. And it looks like it's building up to something badass with her. And she gets her ass kicked in like two seconds and nothing happens with her. And yeah. I think that's yep. the only misfire of that entire series is her character. I liked her last line or whatever. She's like, what was the line? It was like... She said, I'll be seeing you. And yeah. then he says, not if I see you first or something like that. Yeah. And yeah. I I, uh, I thought that was badass. If she's going to die, like you got to have that final line, you know? But she didn't even like... Like you thought like... Cause you know, she doesn't say a word. She's supposed to have like this epic fight with John Wick and he just kills her in like two moves. Like yeah. it's nothing. <laughs> Yeah, what'd you think was gonna happen? <laughs> I mean, I guess I was my expectation that someone could actually stand up to. John. Oh no no no! <laughs> I, I meant like from a pragmatic view. Obviously, I think it should have been like, oh, she has spider powers or something. Yeah, you know? right. <laughs> uh, She's a contortionist. Does Adrian Palicki? Who's who's the girl in the first one? Is it Adrian Palicki? Yeah, yeah. It from is GI right? Joe: Rise of Cobra. <laughs> and Scarlet, and she's also no. in the Shield. No, she wasn't. Scarlet well, she's in, in one of them. She's in number huh? two, but she's not Scarlet in GI oh, Joe. Lady two. J. Yeah, Is Lady J. No, oh, okay. yeah, uh, I think so. There's only like two women in the whole GI Joe. Uh, yeah, catalog uh, that aren't martial artists. Oh, Let's Cobra see. has a couple too. Yeah, no, Rachel Nichols is Scarlet. We know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's not Rides, Rides of Cobra. Cobra. It's, it's uh, yeah. what's the other one? I don't remember. It's the one with The Rock. And yeah. then I kill Channing Tatum real quick. Yeah. Retaliation. Retaliation yeah, she's Lady, right. Lady J. Lady J. Anyway. Yeah, there's only two. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Anyway, that's my number two. Ryan, you got your number two? I do. And uh, this is the one that I don't think either of you have probably seen, but I hope you have because this is one of my all time favorite movies. And um, well, I'll just tell you what it is. This is a movie called The Long Kiss Goodnight. Of course, I've seen that movie. Okay, great. This is <laughs> yeah, the yeah. Long, this oh. is um, this is another Shane Black movie, in case you can't okay. tell. Um, and this is the original Born Identity. Um, it's Gina Davis and Samuel L. Jackson, and Gina Davis is an assassin who gets shot in the head um, and like wakes up with no memory. And so now she's living in this small town, 
she's this school teacher. She's just a sweet person. There's no idea that she used to be this assassin and her past starts, you know, coming to get her, right? That's like the, the rudimentary setup of it. But it is one of the like smartest written action movies I've ever seen. Every line of dialogue is so cheeky and funny and clever that it, I'm a writer. And before I write a script, before I start a script, every single time I read the script to The Long Kiss Goodnight because it is one of the best written scripts of all time. And I'll even show you this. My lovely wife for Christmas this last year got me the script signed oh, by Shane Black. Wow. Yeah, that's how much wow. I love this movie. Okay. That's crazy. Okay. And it, it, the action sequences are ridiculous. They probably don't hold up today. They're super cheesy, but they are like, balls to the fucking wall like ridiculous and it's a female protagonist and it just yeah. did not samuel L. jackson this is the best role he's like been in since like pulp fiction it's like pulp fiction and then this movie where i rank like the best roles of samuel L. jackson it's okay. funny and clever and just like insanely like action oriented and i love this movie and you need to throw this one to the top of your list dimitri if you haven't seen it uh, I will check it out from your library, if I may. <laughs> uh, what happened to Gina Davis? Uh, Cutthroat Island? Yeah. Well, this, <laughs> and then was funny. this one was before, or this one was right after Cutthroat Island. So, like, this should have been oh. to, like, bring her back from that. And it just, like, it fizzled. I don't know what it was. My, uh, yeah. my sister met Gina Davis at the airport, and she says she's a bitch. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, maybe that's what happened. That's that might have been it. I don't know. That's what my sister says. She doesn't yeah. strike me as an action star, which I think plays well in this movie because she's not like she yeah. doesn't remember being an action star, and she's just like this mild-mannered woman who has to kind of get thrust back into the light. Oh, it's so good, so mm. good. I'm so glad. I you think that's it. what makes. Yeah, that, I think that's what makes it good, though, is when you're kind of like, okay, let's see what she can do. As opposed to like X versus Sever ballistics. Oh yeah, yeah. That thing was. I went and saw that in theaters, thinking it was going to be something, and it was very not. <laughs> it was awful. Lucy Liu and Antonio Banderas. So yeah, you know, it was just trash. Yep, I hated myself. We can have By a bottom way, five, right? <laughs> that that's definitely there. I uh, I love Lucy Liu. By the way, I don't know if I've said that. Yeah. She's great. I don't think she, you have to say that. I think it's just implied. But like, she has more range than people give her credit for. Like, I don't. I I watched. Um, there's a CBS Ellie all McNeil? access. No, there's a CBS oh. all access show called. Um, Elementary, right? No, no, no. Uh, I mean, that's on CBS too. But uh, it's the yeah. one with the killing, uh, killing the husband. Uh, it's uh, it's like a women who murder type uh, show. I forget what it's called. But I watched the whole thing, and she play like she plays a uh, like a wealthy kind of snobby elitist uh, woman, and like there's more to it than that. But like it's good. She has range. Yeah, yeah. No, she's great. Yeah. What's it called? Why <sighs> women kill? That's what it is. Why women kill? Sorry, that could be a comedy. Uh, there are some there are some comedic things in it, but I mean it's not it's not a documentary. A, it's not an action movie. It's not an action show. But like, it's uh it's just a good Lee Lee show. Uh, anyway, 
number two for Paul. So this is my one that I was hoping would be on all three of our lists, but I think I don't think Ryan's going to have Terminator Two on his list, right? Cause no, I'm not. Yeah, I, picked, I picked the True Lies over that one. Yeah, because like I love True Lies, but Terminator Two I watched probably over two hundred times because mm. I would watch it every day after school, and uh, there's just too many quotable lines for me that are, you know how it's uh, there's a SNL thing with um, the James Bond, and it's like really, what's it called? Really bad quotes game, and that's what Terminator Two is for me. Where <laughs> it was absolutely in the movie, but if you hadn't seen the movie, you don't. Always, so like he picks up the little baby, he's like Uncle Bob, yeah, Uncle Bob, or uh, so he's torn to shit. Like uh, the T one thousand ripped off his arm, his half his face is missing. Yeah, and he's just walking with Sarah Connor on on her shoulder, and he goes. I need a vacation. And like, I feel like people forget that he said that. And I'm like, is that programmed in the you know, murder bot? Um, yeah. It's just like small stuff like that. Uh, the kid from salute your shorts. Oh yeah. The Galleria. And then, um, yeah, he's the best friend. Yeah. He's the best friend. And then John Connor goes, yeah, it's like, didn't you know your mom's a psycho? I'm like, that's the most nineties ass thing you could have said from Nickelodeon. <laughs> Um, and then the scene in the asylum is so fucking like you see abuse and it's making a case against like mental hospitals, despite the fact that we super need them. It's just the practices that go on in there. You yeah. know, obviously the sex abuse, because that guy just licks her, that creepy mm -hmm. dude that looks like Todd with glasses from Breaking Bad. Um, <laughs> it's so like weird. And then she grabs uh, a Drano. It's not Drano. It actually has a brand. And then she sticks the um, needle to that guy's neck. It, oh, it's great. So my number two. Oh, helicopters, uh, a minigun that doesn't kill anyone on top mm. of the Dyson building. Uh, the way Miles Dyson dies is one of my favorite ways. Oh, the just breathing and then it stops. And it's so bad. I forget, I forget what happens to Miles Dyson. How does he die? He gets shot by the uh, SWAT team that comes in. Okay, I remember that. The, uh, but he the gives them time. Yeah, he gives them time to escape while he's holding the trigger, and he's like, "I don't know how long I can hold this." That's right. Uh, and then yes. you're just like, oh, oh, oh. and I made a joke where it's like, "Well, if you just clicked his head like a snooze alarm, like, oh, thanks." Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> just bought me more time. Um, but yeah, that. Everybody, everybody in that fucking movie. And then John Connor to be like, uh, just talking about what Sarah's gone through. Yeah, she'd shack up with any guy that teach her any skills. Um, yeah, and then talking to Miles Dyson when she's talking about, you don't know what it's like to create, to have something grow inside of you. And then John Connor's like, okay, let's not be so graphic right now. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, well, I think just that movie did such a good job of turning the damsel in distress from the first movie into the badass. Whereas like something like the mummy returns didn't do it well. Like you had the, the librarian who yeah. was the aloof character. And then suddenly in the second movie, she's the badass as well. And yeah. apparently some ancient Egyptian, you know, I mean, I it love Rachel. Wise. Balance. Oh. I do yeah, too. Yeah. But I think that the, the character development from the, from turning into damsel in distress to badass in Terminator two is Perfect. Oh yeah, 
it explains it's a been lot. Done wrong. Yeah. 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 And I, I think when you have like a too young of a kid, because it was too, like the mummy too is like family oriented, right? Wasn't there a little yeah, kid or was that little three? Boy. Yeah. Yeah. Number two had a little really kid. Kinda, yeah. I just fucked it up. And then also Rachel Weiss put on like, eyeliner like really thick eyeliner to make her look more like laura croft i don't right. know like, it's, it just... it's to make her look egyptian because egyptian she's a just... reincarnated cleopatra or some yeah. shit uh, oh, that's awful no it's it's uh <laughs> it's uh it's emotep's woman she's the right she's the reincarnation moon? Yeah. In a moon. yeah um but here's the thing well because hollywood thinks that egyptians are just white people with eyeliner that's literally like they're not uh, <laughs> what um wasn't there a bunch of moses movies yeah, <laughs> yeah. One. wait yeah russell crowe is moses with eyeliner so i don't know what the fuck you're talking about <laughs> uh yeah gods of egypt with again <laughs> oh yeah a scottish guy gerard butler is scottish like why <laughs> why is he anywhere near a movie about gods of egypt well, he was a Spartan, you know, old Mesopotamia. Uh, yeah, so. oh, yeah. They're practically Egyptians, dude. Yeah. Yeah, all um, in the Middle East. All olive-skinned Scottish people. Olive-skinned. <laughs> um, best thing to come I, out of I'm, Terminator yeah. 2, by the way, best thing to come out of Terminator 2 is when you use this pun on a girl. You roll up to a girl, you, roll, you put out your arm, and you go, come with me if you want to love. Boom. I don't have a sad trombone. I gotta go in the house. Hold on. <laughs> oh, I think I think my Zoom is failing. I gotta go. <laughs> I, I I think I, uh, you just that you used to be a joke. Uh, that used to be a joke between my ex and I. <laughs> hence why she's your ex. Yeah, I know. Ooh, <laughs> ooh. Ooh. Uh, did she say? Did she? Uh, did she say? I'll be back, and then never came back. Yeah. Oh no! Exactly. She went and got some scratchers and never. She, yeah. no, she, she went out she to get went, a pack of cigarettes and was gone for two yeah. years. She yeah, jumped yeah, into yeah. she jumped into a big tub of molten metal. <laughs> but at least she gave you a thumbs up. <laughs> uh, oh, so in Terminator Two, the guy that like gets the coffee and it's a uh, poker coffee. There, he has an actual twin. They didn't mirror his image. I knew that for some reason. Wait, what? Yeah, yeah. What? So the guy who like sticks eye, his eye, yeah, you know. finger in the eye. That's that's just his twin. Oh, that does it. So there's I love a lot practical of, with regular. There's a lot of practical effects in Terminator stuff. Is it the first or the second one where where Arnold is looking into a mirror and Lynn and uh, Sarah Connor is mess like peeling his skin or like he's like fixing his skin or something? That's the first one. Yeah, in the mirror. They do a thing where, like, one of them, okay, the mirror, I think, is an animatronic face. Yeah. It does not look real anymore. No. Like, today, but it yeah. it looked damn real, like, you know, especially yeah. when we were kids or yeah. in the 80s when you didn't see shit like that happening. Yeah. Yeah. I um, mean, we didn't have the resolution we have now. <laughs> you know? We can film yeah. in 12K. We really shouldn't, but we do. So. Yeah. Uh, okay, cool. That was number uh, one. Number two. Uh, number one for me is the Matrix. 
I think it's a solid choice, right? You gonna you got you guys gonna give me shit for it or? I'd like to hear your explanation. I mean, well, you, you got to oh, plead yeah. your case. Again, it's it's a cro- it's a crossover genre, uh, science fiction, action. But even the science fiction in the Matrix One, not the Matrix Two and Three, science fiction takes a back seat to the action because it's what happens in the Matrix that's important in Number One, right? You don't go to what's the what's the like Paradise Zion. Place? Zion. Zion. You don't go to Zion yeah. in the first, right? So, uh, Matrix One, it's all about like the action in the Matrix. Uh, and those set pieces are uh, crazy. Yeah, I don't know what else to say. It's the Matrix. Well, the, the lobby scene alone. Oh, yeah. Though, it always makes me wonder like, they're shooting real people and killing real people? Uh, means to an end. People in Zion, or like that, are plugged into the machines that are just gonna die. They could be saved and taken to Zion, right? Uh, you'd have to find them. You'd have to make them unplug, <clears throat> because those are potential Smiths, you know, and yeah. they're guards of something. I don't know. Like, they're just people just doing their job. I don't know. Yeah, but for right. for a movie with a bunch of Buddhist imagery. An allegory. Yeah, that seems uh, like overkill. Yeah. But it is what it is. All right. You know. I think but. it's a solid choice. Um, if we were given a top 10, it would have definitely made my top 10. Okay. Um, but I think, yeah, I think I just put it more into like sci-fi action because of the trilogy itself. Yeah. But I'm, I'm saying excluding the two and three. One yeah. as a movie. Yeah, no, it's it's a solid choice. It wouldn't yeah. be my number one, but it would definitely make my top ten. Okay. It just doesn't pass the purity test. Yeah. Because like yeah. he is definitely the one drop rule. The one drop rule. The one drop rule. Well, there's just so much of it, you know? Yeah. Like there's superpowers in it. I know. I Bullet know. time. No, no, I mean again, it's not that you're wrong, it's just Yeah. You know, what we have in mind. And we and yeah, I, I said, look, just give us your list. We'll talk about yeah. it. Yeah, well, because, like, I don't consider it a superhero movie. Like, it's not a superhero movie, even though it has, like, powers, you know? But, uh... You should have picked Speed, uh, obviously. But, <laughs> I mean, you know, that's Speed's... you. You fucked up. By the way, the reason I didn't think of Speed is because I think of hand-to-hand or, like, gun-to-hand or gun-to-gun combat when I think of action he movies. He decapitates. <laughs> yeah. But I feel and like... he says he dude, lost his head. Yeah. But I'm taller. Hey there, Wildcat. Pop quiz, hot shot. <laughs> Pop quiz, hot shot. What do you do, Jack? <laughs> uh, All right. So fucking good. Ryan, uh, what, do you, what do you got as your number one? Um, all right, so I did not really uh, subvert expectation here. I didn't do anything crazy. I'm picking what is generally to be regarded as the best action movie of all time by 99% of purists, which is Die Hard. Die Hard is the greatest action movie of all time. Um, And kind of what you said about The Matrix, you kind of have to cut out the sequels when thinking about it because John McClane becomes superhuman, but he's human in Die Hard. He's, he's, He's in a situation, you know, by happenstance, and he doesn't have his shoes on and his socks on and um 
he's he's fighting a cold and he's there to get back with his wife and there's relationship he's fighting a cold i didn't yeah. know that yeah he's fighting a cold mm-hmm. um because he got uh oh, okay. or no it's a uh, it's um uh plane sickness or air sickness that's what oh it air sickness yeah yes. not the cold yeah um he balls his feet on the towel after taking exactly. a shower exactly <laughs> And he's just a dude. He's just a New York cop. He's a human and he has to outthink these guys. And you've got like the 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 relationship between him and his wife, and that's always looming. And then you have one of the greatest action movie villains of all time with Alan Rickman, which that was his first movie ever. It was his yeah. first movie. He was almost 50 years old. Hans Gruber, that shot where he's falling from Nakatomi where he they actually dropped him did yeah. you know the story they yeah, dropped him they said they were going to drop him on three but they dropped him on two so they got that look from him you've got the yippee <laughs> tie it's just it is like the greatest action movie of all time and 1000% a christmas movie so that is my number one die hard um quick quick thing have you seen the documentary like any documentaries on it Oh yeah, yeah. I watched the one on uh, the one on Netflix. Where yeah, they did the, the, yeah. Movie movies we grew up with, or, or movies. Yeah, that... they did like the Ghostbusters, Die Hard, yeah. Um, yeah. Dirty Dancing, and that one was eye opening because like they were writing those scenes, like revising those scenes as they were filming. Right. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. oh, you've got you've got Reginald Val Johnson. I okay. Uh, yeah. One I, of I my dreams. Yeah. One Sergeant of my Powell. Dream, one of my dreams is to meet him or act with him or <laughs> write something that he acts in like th- he's he's my tv dad you know yeah yes uh, and in my brain he's the same person in die hard yeah proudest tradition this day and age <laughs> <laughs> the, man, the paper boy oh, I'm, I'm, I'm mixing it <laughs> i think you put you a little the... full house in there <laughs> yeah yeah have yeah you... i keep mixing them <laughs> it's uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's love and tradition yeah, it's in the grand design. <laughs> Some something. people say it's one of a kind. No, it's harder to find. It's harder to find. Yeah. yeah. And there must be some magic to this grand tradition. <laughs> I think so. Something like that. Thank uh, <laughs> Paul, Paul right. knows this. Why, why does it always come down to Urkel and me and Family Matters? Like it always comes up. It just—if I'm on the show, it's going to come up. I think so. Like I, I, I accidentally did it, so I take yeah. I take a little bit of the blame here. Well, no, I mean, yeah, but like Thanos says, I am inevitable. Inevitable. I have the same top, <laughs> uh, same number one. Die Hard. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. You take it. I take it from here. Well, okay. So my friend and I talk about Reginald uh, and how he goes. He talks about why he's a... Is he a street cop? Yeah. Like, why? Oh, no. I shot a kid. (laughs) Yeah. So he goes, it was dark. The kid had a ray gun. And I was like, you mean Stephen Urkel had a ray gun? (laughs) And you shot him? Uh... Huh. That adds a whole new level to that movie. That makes it even better. Yeah, and the Peel, uh, the Jordan Peele impression of yeah. him is amazing. Um, that sketch yeah, is again. so funny. Yeah. The, the, and have you like, seen that, Ryan? Uh, no, I haven't actually. There's a Key and B sketch with 
Say Jordan Peele. Key and Peel sketch with Jordan Peele playing, yeah. <laughs> playing Reginald Bell Johnson and Key, Key and P. Uh, yeah, it's what you do when you when your girlfriend cheats on you. You key her car and then you pee on it. Yeah, Key and P. The, the key old and pee. Key and P. Um, <laughs> well, he, Jordan Peele is playing Reginald Bell Johnson, complaining about how he's a proper actor, and the show has gone to Steve Urkel. And like mm-hmm. it's slowly become more and more of a Steve Urkel show. That's really great. <laughs> it's dude. I don't want to spoil the sketch, but it's like it was just one lie. He's like, last week Urkel told our turned our whole family into Urkels, and I wasn't in the whole goddamn episode. <laughs> <laughs> Even Richie, that's the problem. Yeah. Oh, and that's um, the thing. That family has uh, family members that keep missing. So yeah. Aunt Rachel, after the sister, Judy, just were written out of the show, but Richie stayed. Richie stayed. And they never address it. Well, because, and then uh. Richie gets a friend. Richie gets uh, Orlando Brown as, a, as like a best friend. So now there's like two little kids. That's that they weird. just take care of. Yeah. Never see their parents. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, that no, uh, yeah. he was an adopted child. Like Carl Winslow adopts this kid, at, like near the end. That's the kid. Yeah, Urkel makes a machine that turns him handsome. Yeah, it, it went a little off the rails <laughs> there at the end. Stefan, right, right, oh, Stefan. That's right, right. You think Stefan? Blue- yes, you think that Stefan is the weirdest? He turns into Bruce Lee. I don't recall that. It just—it's so weird how they just decided like this was okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like. It's like if Friends in like the ninth season, Joey's just like, "Hey, uh, there's a time machine in my bathroom." Like that—that's like how fucking weird. And they just like they were like, "Okay, we're out of this idea. We get it." Yeah. Carl and Urkel they fight, and Urkel likes the daughter. We need it, to we need to step this up a little. What do you guys got? Well, well it's you know, like it's more like it's more like if Phoebe from Friends like went into like some weird mysticism. Like I feel like that would be down Phoebe's road. Where she'd be like, yeah, but that would at least make a little more sense because it's her character. But like, Steve okay. Urkel was a science geek, right? So he just invents now. Like, okay, it great. was TGIF. There's a right. specific yeah. tone to the entire block. So Perfect Strangers, Balky was the most foreign, fresh off the boat you could be. He ate worms. He talked about boxing ears, and he didn't mean. <laughs> punching a guy in the ear he meant like cutting off someone's ear and putting it in a box um bulky. dance of joy <laughs> super weird okay so real quick on the urkel being bruce lee that was yeah. a whole uh friday where martial arts was the theme so oh. step by step the guy cody who lived in the yeah. van he, he was in the movie wife. kickboxer too he beat his wife. yeah and then well okay that was sure. the martial they, arts the martial arts tie-in was oh sorry but yeah yeah he is he has a horrible wife there i'm just saying at the time yes yeah he was the martial arts guy yeah and uh yeah that's that was just like the craze of the 90s was to chase the you know martial arts before ufc was like no wrestling and boxing are way better and kickboxing so well in one of the bruce lee episodes because there's two of them there's two bruce lee episodes of family matters one where, where, uh, Carl Winslow is steak doing a stakeout of a warehouse, 
and Steve and Carl go in when it's getting robbed, and then they both turn into Bruce Lee and fight the robbers. <laughs> so Reginald L. Johnson wears a Bruce Lee wig. Please tell me and, they didn't pull his eyes back. They didn't do that, right? I don't think they pull his eyes back, but like because it was the '90s, they had no shame. But you can't, no. you can't pull Jaleel White, Jaleel White's eyes back because he has bug eyes like me. Like he has like he has <laughs> eyes like me. Like I've never seen your eyes so wide. That was like, you could. Oh my god, yeah. that's the whites of their eyes that they were yeah. talking about in that battle. Yeah, but he's yeah. got like the frog eyelids. Yeah, you know that's oh, why he wears the glasses. Jaleel, Jaleel White. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I saw uh, him at Disneyland once. Oh yeah. Ride. Uh, yeah. There's that episode, but then the, there's I think the first episode with Bruce Lee has Jason David Frank, who plays the White Ranger or the Green Ranger, then the White Ranger and Power Rangers. He just plays a normal thug, and there's like a weird multiracial gang in Family Matters that's like hanging out at the playground, and like Steve Urkel's like the park like coordinator or whatever, and he's like. You guys shouldn't be here, you know? And like, and they're like, or what? And then he like turns to Bruce Lee and he does like a whole seesaw trick where like he jumps on one end and the seesaw goes up and hits the guy and like, and the white ranger is in it, in that like episode. It's so weird. It is so Before that he was famous. Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. He was in it when he was famous. Oh. Yeah. He has, with he has facial hair. He has facial hair in it too, and he has long hair. Never do that again. <laughs> no, he's got, no, no, no. got facial hair right here. <laughs> Lady, can I offer you a seat? <laughs> v for v Vendetta. V for v or, uh, what? or whatever. V for v Virginia. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we Virginia. Uh, so yeah. Anyway, that's Family Matters for you. I could go into depth about Family Matters. I once wrote a Family Matters, a sketch about a Family Matters reboot, like a hardcore crime reboot. Um, <laughs> one day it'll get made. One day. I think you're probably oh, going to have to make that yourself. I think so, too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, so you guys all, I mean, you guys both put Die Hard as number one. I like Die Hard. Uh, I don't know. I like it's Die the Hard. face that launched a thousand ships. Yeah. Because you have so many Die Hard clones, and that's how you, you pitched know, a movie in the '90s. This is Die Hard on a blank or in yeah. a blank. Yeah. Sudden Death was uh, Jean Claude Van Damme. Die in Hard a in a, in a hockey rink. Yeah. yeah. Air Force One, which you brought up. Die Hard in an airplane. Yeah. Under Air Force siege. One. Die Hard on a boat. Like What's it's Die literally... Hard on a hockey rink. What's that? <laughs> Sudden Death. So there's guys, terrorists, that are trying to uh, hold the president. The president is attending yeah. a hockey game. Okay. Yeah, yeah. John Con Van Dam is running security. Okay. And terrorists kidnap the president during a hockey match, and he has to, okay. you know, he has to stop the terrorists before and the it game. It all takes place in that. In the rink. Like, yeah. In the rink. And then Jean Claude Van Dam dons the gear because he used to be a hockey player <laughs> of the goalie. His kid is sitting out in the stands, and on the big screen, he blocks a goal, takes his gloves off, and does the I love you in sign language and points at his kid through the, like, Titantron or whatever. Yeah. And the kid knows that that's his dad. It's an awful movie, and I fucking love it. It's oh, so man. bad. It's 
you bad guys have good. seen you guys have seen too many shit like action movies. Yes, yeah, so that's but how we know of, the good ones are. Yeah. Well, they kind of have a gem though. Maybe they'll do one thing right, you know? Yeah. Or you'll see something that you're just like, man, I'm that was awful, but I'm glad I saw it. I don't know. That's how that's how I feel about romantic comedies, weirdly enough. <clears throat> I I watch a lot of romantic comedies. Cuz I like, used to. Sometimes they, they'll get little... they'll get something right. If they make me feel something, Okay, cool. All right. <laughs> I'll tell you what the worst romantic comedy is that I've okay. seen. Failure to launch. Failure to launch is the worst, and I think I was paid to see it, technically. Is that one of the several McConaughey before he became rebooted McConaughey? Yeah. McConaughey that, and Sarah Jessica Parker. Oh. Oh. Wow. That's on you for, for going to see that. I, I was a teen movie critic for the OC Register, and I think oh, nice. that was that was one of my movies, I think. I did movie reviews uh, for UC Riverside I would for their newspaper. I was the movie review guy, and I had to see a lot of the shitty movies because I actually liked writing reviews for bad movies is a lot more fun than writing reviews for good movies. Yeah. Um, and so I got a lot of the shit assignments. So I, I can't think of one that's as bad as failure to launch, but I, I feel your pain there. Have you seen failure to launch? I don't know. They all kind of blend it a little bit. It is so bad. Is that the one where uh, Terry Bradshaw's naked ass is on screen or is that a different one? I don't know. I don't remember. All I remember, I think the premise of failure to launch is Matthew McConaughey is still like a stay at home son. Like he's still living at home with his parents and Sarah Jessica Parker is hired to make him move out or something. And then she has to lose him in 10 days. Otherwise she'll get the fool's gold. Yeah. 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 Otherwise. Okay. And if she gets the fool's gold, she gets to be a ghost of girlfriend's past. Right. On her way to the Sahara in a U-571 right. submarine. Is he in U-571? Manhattan. <laughs> Oh. He, just, he just starts shouting out, uh, "Pretty woman!" <laughs> yeah, I don't have anything to like tag off of that. I just yeah. and then he then he's got mail, right, guys? Right? <laughs> That's a movie, right? He's got mail uh, parts. Um, is he Matthew McConaughey in U five seven one? Oh yeah, he is. Same as so is John Bon Jovi. There's a little fun fact oh. for you, dude. I remember U five seven one. That was like I, I remember watching it with my dad and just getting really sad about it. It's a great movie. Another Bill Paxton movie, except spoiler alert, he dies yeah. early. I remember Most I I remember that movie. Yeah. I oh, cuz I have a fear of deep water and deep ocean and like the one guy has to like activate the torpedo, but he has to like he doesn't have enough air to come back up so he knows it's a yeah, one-way trip. It's a one-way trip. They oh. did kind of overuse the splashers, you know those little bombs that float down and then explode mm. um, yeah. next to the they do that like six different times in six different scenes so that the whole sub will get quiet and the guy listening on the radar will be like, splashes. And it happens like six different times. Oh, dude, remember the twist where they find, they what, they find a, a bad guy on their sub, right? And they yeah. tie him up, right? But mm -hmm. then the guy starts hitting Morse code into the yeah. submarine so that the ships above can hear it and yeah. then they drop yeah. the splashes. I remember you sound that. like Jar Jar Binks describing like modern, like aren't they just depth charges? 
Isn't that what they actually call? They're barrels of explosions. Okay, don't hit me with <laughs> yeah, the depth charge. technical the old, jargon. The old barrel o explosions. You say more splashes? More splashes? So boom, boom down in the water? Oh, you don't want to go down to the core. It's a moy moy scary. That's what I mean. Like splashes. I'm really? a little concerned what? how well you can like have a conversation in Gungan. <laughs> it gets me canceled so fast when I start describing the civil rights movement. Like, yeah. just, it's like I thought, lady? She's like I thought it would be She's a sketch. Like, oh, no. <laughs> I thought it would be a good sketch idea. Jar Jar Binks uh, talks about history. Yeah, he teaches African American studies, and it does not go over well. So, <laughs> well, I mean, the guy who voiced Jar Jar is black, so I think you could get away with it, dude. I that got... story is sad too. It is. Oh, I know that depression one. and suicide. Yeah, yeah, because like he got so much shit. It's not his fault for doing it or pitching it. It's no. uh, Lucas's fault for being tone deaf. Yeah, because yeah. it wasn't just Jar Jar in a vacuum. It was Jar Jar with all the other caricatures. Yeah, and then yeah. just how poorly paced the movie was I don't because think, Jar Jar's a walking monkey wrench. But I don't, I, yeah, I don't think the hate for Jar Jar is because people were super woke. That wasn't it. They hated Jar Jar because he was an idiot. No, on uh, Mad TV, they did a sketch where they made a bunch of gun guns like old racist stereotypes. Oh, but that's Mad TV. Mad TV has always pushed the boundary. Like, Mad TV did a good job, but like, uh, I'm saying the general public disliked Jar Jar not because of racial caricatures, but because he was just a stupid, bumbling character. Well, my black friends. Well, yes. Who are nerds. I know, but I'm talking about the general public. Because the general public back then did not really care whether there was a black caricature because they were, they were tone deaf. The general public was. I, okay, I mean, from what I remember, yeah. it was... I don't think yeah, Star Wars fans, different. especially back then, cared about black people. I'm just saying. Uh, unless okay. unless they were people of color. I'm a just bold saying like thing to say right there. I it's it's well, I'm judging it from the toxic fandom that came with the new trilogy. I'm just saying. You know? Or is it that yeah. we just didn't have the internet as freely and yeah. that we have now and we were all young little tykes who thought Jar Jar was semi-funny and didn't realize that it was uh, problematic. Right, we didn't realize. I'm just well, saying... I watched guys... Phantom Menace right before going to prom, so that's, <laughs> that's how old I am. That is... Okay, for... I, I mean, yes, I get how, how old you are, but that is super funny. I... Like, right before? Like, you tucked up... The day up, of prom. You tucked up. Yeah. You went to see the movie. Yeah, so I could go oh, watch the movie. Because that's what you did. You would see like the same movie like three or four times. <laughs> oh, went, I mean, he went and saw it at a drive-in and ordered his steady girlfriend some pop. That's what he did. <laughs> <laughs> so are we going to do this or what? Okay, fine, do the voice. Oh, Misa, Annie! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, you meant sex? No, 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 I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> that's not happening. <laughs> Um, before we get going, uh, just because it's soon going to be obsolete by the time we do this, but if, if, uh, did you guys like the old guard? I did. How, how'd you feel about the old guard? Um, I liked it a lot. I didn't know anything about it. I had just heard 
uh, Charlize Theron kind of pitching it. I never saw a trailer for it or anything. Yeah. And I watched it. And as soon as I found out that they were, um, that they were immortal, it kind of took me like out of the movie for a second. And I'm going like, well, there's going to be no stakes. Yeah. Like, yep. If we know they, they can't die, there's not going to be any stakes. And it, it's kind of like Superman or like right. really nothing can harm him. And then after, I mean, I won't give anything away because it's still new, but after the story about the other member who used to be yeah. in the, yeah, I'm like, yeah. how, how is a movie where the main characters can't die have higher stakes than all of these other movies where you know anyone could die at any second? And I just, I, I thought the action was great. I thought the the stakes were great. And I, from that point on, plus the representation, man, like it's female uh, director. Movie yeah. full of representation. Like, I just, I, I have such respect for that movie. I loved it so much. Yeah. Women soldiers. That's. Yeah. Yeah. Mil- like American military. Yeah. <clears throat> Got really um, real. So. I, uh, I, I think that, like, the reason that that was, like, it had stakes also is because of the twist where it's like you can have your cake and eat it too. So they're. Right. Those characters can jump out of buildings, right? So they do the most fantastical things because they feel uh, immortal, right? And so yeah. then, but it's it's having your cake and eat it too because we know, and they know too, that like nothing's forever, right? Exactly, exactly. So like they're more likely to jump into a plane, like out of a plane that's crashing, you know? But like... Who's to say what'll happen? I actually think it's better to go into the movie knowing as little as possible because I was discovering things, you know. Uh, yeah, yeah. I know it's based on a source medium that I, uh, you know, I didn't know that. And but I, 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 I didn't know I that either. The, Even yeah. as a comic fan, I didn't know it was there was a comic. I liked it because I was able to discover the mythology from the movie itself and not anything that I knew about it beforehand. Yeah, I didn't like the villains. Same. It was like a Martin Shkreli type guy. Right? Yeah, totally. Uh, pharma bro douche. Yeah, pharma yeah. bro douche. Dudley but he's from Dudley. Harry Potter with yeah. fucking horrible teeth. Yeah, I didn't but mind he, it. It because they have fought throughout the centuries, and you have all these different types of enemies you're facing. And in 2020, that's that's the people you're fighting. You're you're not going to get killed by some madman wanting to take over the world. You're going to get killed by Elon Musk. Yeah. Is what's going to happen? That's who or Jeff Bezos is going to be the one who's trying to fuck you over. And yeah. I thought that was kind of a cool idea. It might not have translated as like, oh man, you know, hero v villain, you know, John McClane versus Hans Gruber type of dynamic. But yeah. I thought it was clever how they took into consideration the time that they're in. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I hate when the villain knows the powers or at least knows that the heroes are immortal and then they just, you know, don't give a fuck. So like in Logan, those Reavers, they just died. And they're just like, yeah, we're, I'm going to be the guy that takes down this whale. It's like, no, you're going to have a little Mexican girl cut your head off and you have it thrown, Mr. Yeah. Mohawk. Uh, so, it's so it's kind of like Batman. Like Batman and the henchmen. The henchmen... Do they think that they're going to kill Batman? At least you know Batman's human. Do They don't, though, right? Like You don't think Lex Luthor gave them, like, a dossier? 
I don't think PDF. I don't think like lower henchmen get that. They're just like point the gun and shoot, kill him. Uh, and now I they're mean, just following orders, people. man. Just following orders. Yeah, uh, I guess. You don't, I don't know. I don't I think like Lex, Lex Luthor gives gives like really. Uh, 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 I don't think Lex Luthor gives like confidential details to just any schmuck. I think he sends oh, down way, a chain email through his ranks that everyone must check daily. Or there's like a text, really a, a, tech, uh, a texting tree or whatever, just like yeah, just sending out like auto updates. Like, oh, I got a six forty five appointment with Kaiser. Oh wait, no, sorry, that was a different thing. Okay. Uh, hey, yo, boss, I don't like Google Docs. I got Microsoft Edge, and I'm still hey, using my AOL. So if you can aim me all the info. Hey, 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 boss, uh, I can't get into the Google Doc. Did you change the sharing to anyone with a link? Or is it, do you have to add my email to it manually? Uh, please uh, call me back. Uh, my number is 555-7134. Yes, I, I, I blew up Mercy. I, I replaced some Georgia peach tea with my urine, and then I blew up a government building, and now I don't have a secretary. So. So that's what happened. <laughs> I don't know why this is the new number two or whatever. But. I don't know. I don't know what's going on, but it's it's just what are yeah. What's the administration like details with like managing henchmen? I don't know. I mean, look, if if we go by real life, then yeah, everybody's from Blackwater, and real mercenaries have a fucking horrible time. Uh, and they kill rando civilians and they're pieces of shit. But I feel like comic books, it's escapism. So there's a little more professionalism, like in a John Wick movie. Like, you know, those guys know he's human, but... I don't know. I don't know whether they know he's human. The Russians don't. They call him Baba Yaga, right? Okay, so, yeah, yeah. Well, you're talking about yeah. John Wick. Baba I'm, talking about, I'm talking about Batman. Like... Batman. I'm just saying, I don't think necessarily the Joker's um, henchmen yeah. think that Batman is human. They're just hired to do the Joker's bidding. You think they're hired? I think they're following crazy. orders, man. Following orders. Yeah. I think they're cult like. Like the Nolan verse, almost everybody is like solely League of Shadows. Like, they're Yakuza. not all cult like, though. Especially in, in the comics, they've had issues where it's like, I was down on my luck. I uh, I decided to sign up with the Joker's uh, oh, the Joker's team, you know. Oh, but like I meant like the Nolan verse. Oh the yeah, yeah, yeah. Nolan verse changes all... from. Yeah. I will die for you, my lord, my liege, yeah. my master. I'm the Riddler. Look at my bulge. As he <laughs> went... <laughs> Thank you, Master Jim Carrey. Like, yeah. come on. Uh, all righty then. Uh, that's all the time that we do have for this episode. <laughs> Uh, there's so much to cover with, with action movies. I'm glad that we got this like top five list. That was Ryan's idea. Um, I forget, I forget how, like how useful top five lists are like top five lists. I love lists. Lists are my fucking shit, man. Yeah. What's the difference between a list and a listicle? Isn't a listicle something? That's when you're listing the different types of testicles. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but that's a testicle listicle. Can you do one of those? A I mystical can't. listicle? A testicle list. A testicle pop. A testicle breast. Well, my Zoom is not working. Oh, uh, I can't hear right. you. <laughs> All right. So before you, uh, before you uh, leave so uh, elegantly, 
Ryan. Uh, where can we find you? What do you got coming up? Uh, Instagram at cat with pants, Twitter at comedy Ryan one, nothing really coming up, but, uh, in theory, once this COVID is over, I should have a movie coming out in theory. In theory. Um, can't tell you anything about it, but stay tuned for right. at least a couple years. I'm hoping for you, man. I'm, I'm hoping. God, yeah, me too. No. Um, Paul, you got anything? You got anything to say? Just still social distancing. Okay. I would invite everyone. Wear your mask. Wear your mask. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Please. Wear a mask. I want my (laughs) Halloween. Halloween is like my favorite. Give that up. That's not happening. (laughs) No. Just put that to bed. No, I want it's end of October. All we need I don't even August. know if we're going to get a Halloween of 2021. So No, stop <laughs> it. Don't How how dare you put that curse on me, Ricky Bobby? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean to take away your absolutely ridiculous faith in humanity. Yeah. 3 months. It's just 3 months away. Like, come on. Give me something. We sun. couldn't handle 3 weeks before we protested. And yeah. said don't say we. Don't say rest. we. How dare you? Well, you're Orange County. I can't, I can't say we. You're right. I'm LA County. Yeah, so you. So, you protested. So you yeah. fucking with your... Yeah. I want a haircut. I want Look at my roots. Look at my... Oh, it's like, bitch, nobody needs to see your roots. You're staying indoors. That's Stay home point. and watch roots. That's what you should do. <laughs> you can learn a lot, actually, you know. Um, <laughs> you want to see a person with crossed arms get angry? He's supposed to teach rainbows to read. What the fuck is this bullshit? Rainbows? That blind guy? <laughs> oh, yeah, rainbows. Rainbows? There's rainbows in my goddamn book. This is my time. <laughs> Not my pot of gold. I don't know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> on that note thank you guys thank you guys for watching if you're watching this in post uh, great if you're listening to the podcast on Apple Podcasts Spotify SoundCloud great follow us on Instagram at uh, the Keeg show uh, we're also creating a TikTok so uh, if you're a, a millennial or a Zoomer or something whatever they're called nowadays Zoomers we're millennials uh, uh, check out our TikTok uh, at some point when we get some stuff up uh, thank you, Ryan. Thank you, Paul, for coming on the show. You guys are always awesome. We always have a good time. We always go real deep cuts, and I love it. So uh, <laughs> I hope anyone listening to this uh, that loves action movies uh, had a blast, because I did. So uh, thank you guys so much for coming out. Um, once again, I'm your host, Dimitri Pereira, and this has been The Keeg Live.